Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Yep, 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 yep. Here we go, a little uh, Wednesday, Wednesday edition of That Said Taz Show. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining us. Next two hours, some SmackDown chatter. A little Facebook Live later on the gimmick chat now. Phone, phones, 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 phones are ringing like crazy already. Thank you for watching live right now at TazShow.com. I appreciate that. Or maybe you're watching the VOD, the video on demand. Thanks for doing that at TashShow.com. Or maybe you are listening to the show live on the Radio.com app. That's what the cool guys do and girls. So thanks for that. No doubt about it. Okay. And, um, (laughs) uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe you're listening to the audio on demand, the podcast version of the show. I played that it. iTunes. Spotify, all the tuning. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate that very much. No doubt about it. We're rock and rolling. We're full throttle Jones here today. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a good show. Um, was not a fan of the SmackDown. Get into that shortly here for sure. I have some house cleaning to do in a few seconds here. Take care of that. Um, Mets got a big victory. That's huge. Okay. Um, so I think we should probably get right into this rapido here and get rolling because it's going to be a busy show. I can feel it already. Uh, hopefully it's a trending edition. We trended, we trended two days in a row. Hashtag the Taz Show has trended two days in a row. So if you tweet about the show, be so kind to utilize the hashtag, hashtag the Taz Show. If you want to call the show, it's a very simple process, folks. Very easy. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial 866. That's 475-2948. 866-475-2948. Oh, man. Remember that. You, you know, are you familiar with that? Uh, let me bring in the biz dev guy of the show here. the uh, Basically, the audio producer of the show. The man who, you know, I run the game. Everybody knows that. Uh, take two. I run the game. Everybody knows that. I'm running the game. But we got to say that, um, you know, <laughs> the biz dev guy, the audio producer, the lumberjack, uh, you know, uh, dirt sheet Dennis, as they call him. Timber! He really runs the game. Uh, Dennis, a good moment, sir. Good moment to you. Yeah. I don't run the game. I, uh, You're like the fullback and the halfback. You're plowing your hole Whoa. and following it. I'm plowing a hole. Why am I not a quarterback? Why am I just a fullback or a, sub, uh, a, not, not a subservient fullback? A fullback in an offense is not the A personality. The A personality is the quarterback, then the running back. Unless you're doing like throwing gun, running gun Jones, West Coast Jones, then the wide receivers are up there, right? Well, then you would be passing the game. See, I went literal ah, running the game. I see. Yeah. Well played, my friend. This is why you're the biz dev guy, business development guy of the Taz Show. 
I do what I can. Could but help. I was going to say, I'm, yeah. I'm the water boy to your oh. halfback, fullback no, no. combo. I look at you as a guard or a center, maybe a pulling guard for that matter. Yeah, I had a little speed in my heyday. Well, one of those robust offensive tackles. Uh, maybe that's you. I got short hand, alligator yeah. arms. <laughs> kind of like a chubby alligator, but I digress. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I noticed your shirt. Couldn't help but notice you're wearing a lumberjack-inspired uh, button-down. Looks like you're going to the library. I have a... Um, I have a family dinner to attend later. Oh, interesting. No one cares. Uh, so, no, I couldn't help but notice the collar. Everything is starched out. It's, it's, you're going to a family dinner. Is it like a family full of, like, uh, bookworms? What are you doing? Nerd! I mean, what, what are you doing, bro? Uh, Seriously, what are you doing? I, I, I have to look the part. I got to ask you a question. Before I move on with the show sure. and get the house cleaning, I do have a question, if you don't mind me asking you about your family. Not at all. Uh, you're a, you know... I don't know if people, if my audience realizes this or not, or if you realize, Dennis, that you've put this out there. This might, this might be a little bit of a shocker to some people, but you, you're a pretty, uh, a big eater. Yep, that's you know, absolutely. You've showed that a little bit on the show. Um, your family, are they like that? Uh, n- no, cause I'm the only. It's just me, and I have a younger sister. Mm, um, interesting. I didn't never discuss the sibling situation with you. No, just just the two of us, and she that, normal appetite, not nothing, normal. <laughs> nothing like I. Is this take. a younger sister or an older older? A sister younger sister. Yesterday was her birthday, so that that's the uh, that's why I'm headed home oh, today. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, happy birthday to her. Right. Happy birthday. That's yeah. great. That's awesome. Yeah. What, what are you grunting about? Yeah. I mean, yeah, really. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll get to the phones in a second here. Got to do a little house cleaning, uh, talk a little smackdown. What else? Did I miss anything? No, I didn't. So we'll get the house cleaning in a 3 two, one It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning. Tidying up all the schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. Yeah, so I wanted to let you guys know about um, a new podcast that's out. Now, you know, there's a litany of podcasts in the podcast universe, as we all know. But, you know... Many of you guys are wrestling fans, and many of you guys are wrestling fans that are sports fans. So I want to tell you about a podcast that I just subscribed to, uh, a a friend of mine who has been on the Taz Show a couple times and will be on again in the near future, and that's uh, Paul Rabel. And you guys, uh, most of you guys know who Paul is. He's uh, from the show. If you're not a lacrosse fan, you know it from my show, and maybe you follow him now on Twitter or something like that, or his awesome YouTube channel has. But Paul is, for those that don't know, is basically, as I've deemed, and many have deemed him, the LeBron James of professional lacrosse. Uh, so he a, a, is a great athlete, was a great college player at Johns Hopkins University, on into the pro game, with uh, you know just amazing in the, in the MLL, uh, currently plays in the past couple of seasons, I believe it is, for the New York Lizards, uh, which is based on Long Island, but Paul's a Baltimore guy, but I digress. So Rabel's new podcast, it's its not about lacrosse. I'm sure at times he'll have some lacrosse coaches or personalities or players on that, <clears throat> but it's more about, um, it's called Suiting Up with Paul Rabel. Okay, so if we have any, do we have any, we have a graphic or nothing? We have nothing. Okay, good. Okay, that's great. We have nothing to show, which is not good. I'm being sarcastic when I say it's good. That's because my team failed me as usual here, but I digress. I will tell you about Paul's podcast because I want you guys to check it out, okay? Suiting Up with Paul Rabel, episode one comes out May 15th. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, I, just like you do with mine. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can find it. Rabel's last name is spelled R-A-B-I-L. 
Okay, Paul Rabel suiting up with Paul Rabel. Now, what this is about, it's basically uh, the long and short of it is from what I could gather, and he has a nice preview, like a 45-second preview on iTunes. You can go listen to it, where it's he interviews and sits downs and chats with different sports uh, entrepreneurs, basically, uh, no matter if it's a team owner or a team coach in any sport, uh, college, pro, whatever, it don't matter, uh, or, or athlete itself. So it's very interesting. Paul's a very engaging guy, Rabel is, and a very successful guy. And I want to wish him the best of luck with this newest uh, venture he's on because he is such a media mogul, and that's a shoot. I don't say that as a throwaway. I say that joking around about myself, but I kind of am a media mogul also. But um, Rabel definitely is. And go uh, subscribe to his podcast. Listen, you don't have to listen to 7,000 million podcasts there's a billion point six wrestling podcasts and sports ones all you need to do is you want your wrestling stuff covered you, you listen to me every day running the game and you want your sports stuff and entrepreneurish stuff covered you go to paul rabel's uh suiting up with paul rabel it's that simple okay so that's the deal on that all right what else we got so in house cleaning uh boathouse boathouse jones yes boathouse please we have a graphic here the new boathouse is available Okay, the new Boathouse jacket, this custom Taz Show Boathouse jacket. Take two on that. There we go. Uh, so it's gray. You know, last year we did a, um, a black one, and these are only available for a couple of weeks. We did a black one last year. I, um, um, this, bl- this gray one is kind of like um, a medium gray and a medium color, like a medium shade, not a dark gray, not a light gray. And it's got uh, uh, you know, black embroidery on it, a uh, black piping you see across the chest. Uh, black zipper, orange and black, orange and white stripes on the sleeves, uh, on the wrist, I should say, in the neck. And you can customize with any nickname, name, whatever you want on the right chest, embroidered. And on the uh, right arm is a number 13. Every jacket gets a number 13, which is tackle twilled, which basically means sewn on. So I'm holding the black one in hand here. And let's get me a shot of me here. This is the black one from last year, Okay. I'll just let you know, like, the quality of these things. Everyone, we sold a bunch of them last year. Uh, there's the 13 I was telling you about. I had no name on mine because this was a prototype. But in um, the back of it, there's nothing on the back. On the gray one, there'll be nothing on it either. But you see this white thing that's called a gusset? On the gray one, it'll be orange. Okay? So, there you go. So, that's the deal on that. Wow, nice shot. So, that's the deal on the boat. I was, put that... Uh, photo up again here please of the there you go so i want to just explain one more thing real quick here for those that are not watching the video with this as i said it's it's embroidered everywhere there's no screening no ink it's it's thread so it means the quality's there and it's custom uh from top to bottom on this thing so you know they run uh, they run kind of full okay but if you wear like a hoodie underneath it or something like that when it's cold you might want to get a size up um, you could go, it's pinned to my Twitter account, at official Taz, and you could, uh, basically, uh, buy them there. They're only going to be available to May 24th, and, uh, they're going to be legit. So we, we kind of changed up the design a little bit from the black one from last year. These things will be available, like I said, to May 24th, I think I said, and then, then you're not going to be able to get them again. So, um, don't miss out on it. Jump on it. Get a little time. And make sure you grab one. So there's your house cleaning. Okay, we're rock and rolling. I didn't jump right into uh, SmackDown because I didn't feel like it. Uh, that's why I didn't. Dennis, do you have a problem with that? No, not at all. I I thought SmackDown was very bland. So yeah, it I wouldn't have been right. I was not a fan right. either, sir. I was not a fan either. I agree with you. It was bland. It seemed like there was a lack of um, 
a la- uh, there was there was not a sense of urgency. You know, there was not. I felt like there was no sense of urgency, like in the performance, the the writing, just the show. Not I'm not saying the actual in ring performance because they're gonna work their ass off no matter what. They have no choice. And I didn't think the announcing was bad either. Okay, I just had a problem with the like the way it felt, the pacing of the show, like just the 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 structure of the show, the the, the creative, the writing of the show. So uh, we're going to get to the phones. They're jammed up. I want to talk to some of you guys, see what you thought. Phones are locked in. I, I, I tell you, that cowboy's got to be go crazy in that, that call screen room, dude. It's like a zoo. I mean, the phones ring. I walked by the other day when I was going to the restroom during a break. It was nuts. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Level Jones. Yeah. Cowboy's got to be going nuts in there. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. The cowboy, ladies and gentlemen. Call up, say hi to Cowboy, and next for me. Cowboy. Yeah, what's up? What? Speaking of going nuts, we were scrambling because we didn't have the graphic for Paul's podcast. We do now, so I want to give him his proper shout-out because I know he's good friends with you, and we didn't want to do him a disservice. Oh, yes. That's so we, we scrambled, and we put it up. So they're suiting up with Paul They're suiting up with Paul. Thank you for that. Day late, Dollar Short Jones, as we call it. Yeah, so go to iTunes, subscribe. Uh, I'm telling you, it's going to be good stuff. Even if you're not a lacrosse fan, it don't matter. Paul's an engaging guy, like I said. You're going to like this podcast. I want to help him promote it. It's not a CBS show. It's not a CBS podcast. He's, he's on his own. He's, he's, he's doing his own thing. He's running his own game. Uh, Johnny, in the U.K., you're on the Taz Show. Uh, how can I help you? Oh, the Taz, good moment. Uh, good moment, uh, amigo. How are you? Oh, all good, all good. Uh, chop, chop um, to the dirty <laughs> Jones. Dirty Jones, I agree. That's what he is. That's his new name. Johnny, you gave him a new name. I'm, Dirty. I messed, I messed that up completely. No, no. Actually, you, <laughs> well, did you per- didn't. You didn't. You actually did. You were perfect. Dirty <laughs> Jones. Okay, I digress. How can yeah, I help okay. you, Johnny? Don't curse. Only I can. Uh, That's how it goes. No, no, sorry about that. Uh, no, no. It was just Smackdown yesterday. So, um, mm-hmm. Did you before, go? Before, You're from the UK. Were you over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I came here to London to the old two, as you know. So yeah. I was there yesterday. And how, how and was it live? Me. How was it? Uh, it was good. I mean, um, I say it was good. I'm, uh, to us in the audience, it, it, I just felt that there was a lot of packages, and we didn't get. Mm. We only got four matches. Yeah, good point. Um, good point. Yeah. Wow. That's tough. Yeah, we only had four matches, and two. And, and obviously, we wait a long time to see the show here in the UK, and to right, get all right. the main guys in a six-man tag match was a bit disappointed. That's not cool. I agree because you got yeah. you got them all in one bowl. Yep. Good point. Good point. And the, and it just started bad when I'm um, well. It started with a sour taste in my mouth when uh, when Ty was in the dark match was a bit was a bit um, yeah. If he but to be honest, I think he got the lo- the loudest pop of the night. Oh, you talk about Ty Dillinger. Uh, yeah, Ty Dillinger. Yeah, and he was in the dark match. Same. What was so the two o five matches? They were right after SmackDown, like we do here in the states. Uh, yeah, they were. I mean, and, and, and to be honest, I thought, I thought a lot of people would stay, but but like you mentioned a lot, it, most of them left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mainly, mainly the parents with the kids. Sure. Uh, yeah. But even even with Jack Gallagher and everything, I mean, the crowd was, they weren't, they weren't hyped yeah. for that at all. I mean, the only reason I stayed was for Nakamura, which was the dark match afterwards. Right, right. But he which, did his promo segment with Ziggler. Uh, it seemed like he got a great reaction, Nakamura. I mean, it seemed like you guys were crazy. Oh, yeah, crazy no, he did. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll say Nakamura and AJ with Ty Dillinger were the biggest pops of the night. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, wow. So uh, did you go to Raw, too, or just SmackDown? 
Uh, no, I just smacked them, to be honest. I mean, um, uh, Raw was sold out, so mm. I only managed to get a few tickets up in the North Leeds, um, but mm. uh, that's why I didn't take a sign. So. Oh, you covered your ass, because I was about yeah. to get all over you. What are you nuts? You covered your ass. Say that. Look at this guy. UK <laughs> I, I covered ass. My, yeah. What's I, that? I, I did take my uh, my Tasho shirt. I, I did see a few people... Um, Mentioned a few things over, met a couple of fans. Nice. On the passing by. So, yeah, no, you're over, man. I'm over like Rover in the UK. That's well documented. But no, I'm kidding. Johnny, thank you, brother, for sharing uh, how what it was like to be in the building. Sorry you kind of got swerved on the, uh, you know, the matches, because that's not cool for matches, honestly, you know? No, no, definitely. I mean, uh, and one last thing, I just wanted yeah. to put you over. I mean, obviously, um, you do talk a lot of NFL and, and, yeah. and, and whatnot. Uh, I don't understand a thing. I don't watch it. But to be honest, I do enjoy listening to you. Oh, thank you. So that's that's cool. Even though I don't care about it, no, I mean, in some some extent, right. I do enjoy you talking about it. And uh, yeah, no, it's great. Listen well, you know it. what? Hey, Johnny, that's a very big compliment because if I could uh, be engaging or entertaining for something that you have no interest in, I'm doing my job as a broadcaster. So I appreciate you saying that. No worries. Well, uh, I'll see you next time and take care and take care, dir- dirty. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Johnny, you river. All right, take care, buddy. Take care, buddy. Bye. <laughs> I like that guy. Uh, <laughs> Please, nobody else call and curse at the lumberjack, okay? But that was funny. Or in general. <laughs> yeah, or in general. Thank you. Yeah, good point. Oh, man. That was. <laughs> now, do you think he was nervous or he just he wanted to say that about me no i think he definitely wanted to say that about you no doubt about it yeah no, I can he, he was he was not nervous one bit he seems smooth as a cucumber if you like your cucumber smooth um <laughs> i traditionally shave mine okay great Whew. anyway uh well maybe ant that could be a good segue into anthony speaking of shaved cucumbers <laughs> what's up boss and um what's the story bro the story on what? Well, I don't know. I mean, this guy's talking about your cucumber and your shaving. I don't know. Well, what's going I, on. I did go and buy some uh, cucumber plants from my garden yesterday. If that's lean, what he's lean, talking lean, about. Lean mean uh, on Strong Island. You're on the Taz show. What's yeah. up, my good friend? Hey, How are you? You know, in Cuba, uh, cucumbers in Italian, they're drools. That's what you're working with. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm working with a bunch of gagoots. That's what I'm working with over here. You kidding me? How's it going, bro? God, pretty good. Everything is good. I want to go down memory lane a couple of things. Uh, well, hold on. I spent. Wait a second here. You can't just jump right The opposite this. of Schnell. Yeah, that's. Yeah, he, he, I want to slow down, okay, because I want to thank you publicly here on, on the phone. Because, you know, the cool video, all the cool stuff you do for the show. And, and you know, you're a big part of the show without being on the show. And, and you just did the thing with the uh, the Blender gimmick, you know, where you all the different people calling the show. And I want to give you, uh, you deserve a round of applause. It's that simple. You know, you're lean mean. You know, uh, you're, you're the man. You're, you're, you're not my friend, but you're a celebrity. You know? So it's like, it's, it's like... This is like E5LV here. This episode. <laughs> that, one, that one legitimately <laughs> slipped. I saw it in your eyes. I never usually slip. But no, because Lee Mean, I feel like I know the guy so well, and I'm talking to him, so actually, you know I'm dropping F-bombs. That's how I talk to people. Uh, so what's up, man? Okay, yeah, so I was calling yesterday when you, you were discussing uh, the, you know, the Taz show rap battle, Rakishi, a little bit of dancing at the end. Had like a flashback. You know, when we put John Cena in the, in the uh, Taz mission, yeah. picked up B-squared's beanie, 
what the heck dance was that that you did? <laughs> yeah, they had me do this. They, we worked on that for at least a minute. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, Vince wanted, he said, let's do something. I go, Vince, I can't. I'm not a dancer. What, what do you want me to dance? I don't know what I'm doing. I, 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 you know, I was trying to be a wrestler. You stopped me from doing that. Now you got me being a broadcaster. I wasn't even an announcer. Now you got me being a freaking Danny Terrio over here. I mean, what, what, <laughs> yeah, no, your face was priceless when you put that beanie on, Taz. It was a great, <laughs> just had fun. Moment. Just having fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got anything else you're working on without teasing nothing here or too, uh, too much? You know? uh, there absolutely is something else I'm working on. There's a pilot right now <laughs> with uh, Willie Chuck and Montclair. G's up, oots down. <laughs> oh, see, he's, this is the thing, man. You got This is lean mean. He's always got something in the cooker. You never know. I, I never know. People think I know. I don't know. I just get these things and boom, it's awesome. Definitely, there's definitely something coming along the way. Definitely something coming along the way. And, you know, we got much better writing here on the Taz Show than obviously we've seen from WWE at the uh, moment. Dude, that SmackDown show just didn't yeah. do it for me. Did you watch it? Did you see it? Yeah, I, I did see it, you, you know, and wasn't you know, too thrilled with it, but... I just wanted to sort of, along the lines of going back, you know, I just happened to watch, you know, one of your old SmackDowns. And watching these shows now, you know, 10 years later, with the orange educated eyes that, you, that you've, you know, you've, uh. you've given us, I wanted to just take you back to um, June 9, 2005. He was in Kansas City. It was a go-home SmackDown into the uh, ECW one-night stand. You recall this? This is when you had to make that decision. Wait, wait, and, wait, wait. Hold on. You went too fast. My brain works very <laughs> slow. Let's, so tell me again now. What, okay, what, what happened now? To- Listen, when you give me dates, bro, that that's like uh, I, I just erased that instantly. I don't care about dates, Lehman. I got you. I was just going to give you the time frame. This is uh, when you were back back then, 05, when this was just before the ECW one-night stand pay-per-view, and Kurt Angle was pressing you to make that decision if you're going to be Team ECW or WWE. You remember that part? Kurt Angle beat me up by the table. Yeah. He sucker-punched me. Yeah, yeah, I remember was, that. Was, and what was interesting was, was that was the go-home all built around you when, you know, you just stood <laughs> up, didn't say a word, your face was trembling, threw down the headphones. Yes. And you saw such an integration of the product from the signs to the chant building up. To everything that was said, I just want to know what did you recall? Because you didn't say a word, and you sold everything without speaking. And we fell flat on the onto the ground, and then you just saw the momentum pick up as you moved through the arena. Yeah, well, thank you for noticing it, and and that was by design. Initially, uh, they wanted me to like say some stuff verbally. I don't remember exactly the verbiage. I'm like, I think it's best if I say nothing, you know. And uh, Kurt agreed with that too and then that's what we went with you know and it's hard to do that but when you believe it and you're not playing wrestler you're not playing a part you know and you live that that gimmick which was hard for me to go from being an announcer in that very second back to mentally being the human suplex machine task from ecw so i had to make that transition without words and i knew it'd be challenging but i just basically what i remember was just putting my mindset into that era that everybody was against ecw all the other wrestling promotions. We were the little engine that could. No one believed in us. I was the Bush League shooter. I was this. I was that. No one believed in me. You're, you're not tall enough. You're this, that. You're not that. And all those negative thoughts about me and ECW went through my mind before I stood up, as I stood up. And I just, that's what I made come out to, to make that the, the proper facials. You know, it's kind of deep, but it's hard to explain like emotions when you're in that anger about to be raged, and then I get beat up. Yeah, but I understand. Sucker it, was punch done, it was done so well, Taz, and that's what I said. You saw the integration of the signs, the shirts, the fans. That could never have been done with really any other commentators they have now. And as you teach us, they, the announcing was covered so well where you heard Cole on the mic and then lay off the mic and so right. the atmosphere was picking up. 
And then they, when you were out injured, they brought in Paul to cover you. And he said when, they, when you came back towards the end, he was like, Taz is the embodiment of, of uh, ECW. And then as, as it goes out, Cole says, you know, his, his, uh, his outline was, you know, will this just be another victim at the hands of Taz? And everything that he said happened in that pay-per-view that, that next, yeah. next few days. Things were done better then, i got to be honest. And not, I mean, I was just a small part of it at, during the SmackDown era that time. But you know what, man? Things We had some stuff going really good that, on SmackDown back in the day, as you just kind of put out, put out, you know? Yeah. It's true, man. You know, and I appreciate you saying that, dude, really. And I appreciate you acknowledging that, you know? Yeah, it's really good. Like I said, it's really good to take this education you've given us, apply to these shows, and see how well it was done and hopefully can be done again because like i said what they were able to do with you they can't do that with anyone else existing today how they incorporate all that and just how the fans were so in tune with that ecw and you hear that grow yeah it's, it's really an important thing but you know it is man and you know uh, yeah i mean i appreciate that it means a lot to me that fans and yourself know that and uh, you know it, yeah it's i wish we could have done more even before i got behind the announce desk you know but you know, whatever, the powers that be felt like they just didn't want to go full throttle with me. And, you know, no matter if it was it was more political stuff behind the scenes, nothing I did, not that I knew of. But, right. you know, it's a very political business. And there's a, you know, there's a lot of sharks out there, and, and they're, they're, they're biting at your ass, uh, not not at your crotch. And they're back, right. biting at your ass because you can't see them back there. Okay. So they, when, they, when they're biting at you at the front of your body, you see them coming, you can, you can shed them off. But when they're, when they're biting your back... You know, you can't see him, you know what I mean? So, uh, no, I definitely, I definitely understand. That, that's how the game was back then. Lee, listen, bro, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Thank you very much for the, for the uh, you know, for the shout and everything. And, um, you know, yeah, man. And th- listen, again, thanks for everything you do. People love all the stuff you do, and, and you're a big part of the show, man. Thanks so much. No problem. More coming. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Thank you. See you, pal. There you go. Lee Mean right there. Lee Mean. Probably the most talented guy I've ever not met that is proper <laughs> English. I've never met the man in my life. Uh, the man behind the... Uh, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, I believe. Actually, he's the most talented guy that I've never not met, and he's more talented than people that I have met. I was... Well, actually, that I currently work with. <laughs> the second he you, you, you went to him, Ant was like, oh, geez. He could have my job if oh, he wanted. Oh, I didn't think of Nervous that. Nelly, you should have... Nervous Nelly Jones. Wow. Ant... What's up, boss? You hate Lee Mean. Though. Not at all. I can't like deny that he does a lot for the show. So it is a little, you know, on edge when he calls in. Yeah, boy. I was like, Cowboy, can you drop his call? <laughs> no, but, you know, listen, Video Brian was the same way. There was a lot of people. I'll tell you something people didn't know about Video Brian. He actually put a hit out on Lee Mean. He was trying to have Lee Mean. That's true, Ant. Uh, he was trying to, you know? He yeah, did. the Italian in me could sense it. He tried to put a hit out. They call me. The Shockmaster. All yeah, seriousness. Right, but I can tell uh-huh. your insecurities, and it's great. It's great to keep people no, on edge. But seriously, all seriousness, he's very helpful. Like, if I have a question about something, he's always willing to help me with it. Miles in California, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, pal? How's it going, man? Good, Miles. Listen, are you on the gimmick chat? You're usually over there at TazShow.com. I haven't gone on there. Yeah, I, I, most of the time, bro. Most of the time. All right, all right, all right. Don't get hot. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Nah. I was going to take on the showdown between Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler. All right, well that's cool. I, I listen. I I'm a fan of both these guys. I I've said that many times. I I am a fan of them. I <clears throat> some people are like you know listen uh, enough already. Let's go. Let's do this. And, and it's kind of like hokey. I, I, some people don't like it. I actually kind of do. I have to be honest. Um, I agree. I, I I like it because I I think it's a. It, 
this is a perfect guy to match up with Nakamura because I think when they work their match, it's going to be a very physical match. That's my yeah. prediction on it. I really do think it's going to be physical. And I think a I guy agree. like Ziggler can go with, with Nock. So, as, as Dennis would call him, Nock. Um, yeah. But I... I, I I like the fact that they gave you a little bit of physicality with these two yesterday, not too yeah. much. It's a good build-up, I think, for this. What's the next pay-per-view? Judgment Day? Is that what it's called? I don't even Backlash. Know. Backlash. I don't even know the name of it. Yeah. Right, whatever it's called. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Backlash. So, wait, wasn't it just Backlash? What was the last one? Payback. Payday? Pay payday or Backlash? A seamless. A, a or was pay it Backlash. Snickers, Snickers Payday? What, what? Payback-lash. Ooh, that candy bars <laughs> off the hooks. See, Miles, I threw him off. I mentioned chocolate. He's on the chocolate scent. Yum. So we got J Judgment Day. What is it? <laughs> Backlash, actually. Thank you. Backlash. That was close. Sounds like it's the same thing. Yeah, and um, what would you take on the main event? Which I Hold on. I wasn't done, Miles. Miles, Miles. I was, okay. I was not done, sir. I mean, please, not done. No! Um, so I'm still talking about Nakamura. So Nakamura and, uh, you know, Ziggler, um, I, I think it's going to be excellent. I like the build for it. I like the fact that they're not doing too much physicality. Um, I, I like that Ziggler acknowledged that people are like puppets when he comes out with his music and and the, the yeah. charade. I like that. I think it's all good. I think Ziggler's promo is is intelligent 2017 heel. It's not old school trite crap. It's good verbiage. I like the stuff he's saying. And I like Nakamura yeah. talking a little bit here and there and showing that he's ready to fight at any time. So I have no problem with the angle. I think it's a good buildup for the pay-per-view coming yeah. up, which is not called Judgment Day. And what was your other thing? Um, your take on the main event, which I felt was the match of the night. Yeah, I didn't catch all of it, to tell you the truth. I know Dennis did. Um, I, Dennis doesn't think it was the match of the night, Why Why did you think that, Miles? I just, it, was, it was physicality, back and forth, great details, just... Mm. Really good back and forth, in my opinion. I only caught a little bit of it, so I, it's hard for me to comment. I know the fin, right, with Jinder beat uh, pinned Randy, correct? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I, okay with that. You want to get heat for him. You want to make him more credible. Uh, thank you for calling, Miles. What, Dennis, it wasn't a good main event or what? For a bland, for a bland show, it was a bland main event. It, it Okay. Nothing, it, yes, Miles is absolutely correct. The physicality was there, but that, like, it just. Nothing memorable stood out to me. Like, yeah, Jinder yeah. hit the Cobra Clutch Slam and and pinned Randy Orton. Show it, like, yeah, it, yeah, they're I, better than I that. I think clumping all those guys in one match is not good. You like, know, uh, like who's the, the caller Johnny from the UK? <laughs> the guy was who at the show. Me. Yeah, he hates your guts. Four matches. I didn't even realize four matches is that's completely underselling. Right, I gotta go to break. We're late to break. No one pays attention to the clock. That's what the producer is supposed to do. But he's also a co-host, so he he only cares about being on the air. I think we have some audio we're gonna play, and we're gonna be later into break because of the audio. And um, that this is the song we played back in the day, a few weeks ago, not too far back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, inspired by the Mets. Uh, we will be back for, uh, with the Taz show here shortly. Enjoy this tune as we go into break. <laughs> Some stinky podcast is live every day. Hooray! 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yep. Well, uh, we are... Uh, I'm going to follow my gimmicks neighbors here. It's a whole other story. Uh, we are... Uh, sorry, I'm busy doing something right now. I'm distracted. Uh, we have some good news on the social media. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, we're going to talk in SmackDown. We've got a lot of people on the phone here. I'll get to some of you folks in a second. So that's the deal on that. Uh, I was looking at the gimmick chat, and I noticed uh, there was an interesting question here. Oh, thank you. There it is. Uh, from uh, you know our friend Montclair St. Clair on the gimmick chat, which is at TazShow.com, where you can interact with each other on there, as you guys know. Just don't do it from your tablet. We're not in the 21st century yet, or 22nd century. What century are we in? I don't even know. But whoever the newest one is, we're not here at this place. 21st, so we're in the 20th. Thank you. Roll back the clock. I hate being in the 20th. <laughs> when I walk out of the building, I'm in the 21st. But when I'm here, I'm not. But I digress. So, yeah, uh, where is Montclair St. Clair? He said he had a question. I noticed this during the break. I looked at the gimmick chat. Taz, in what ways do you practice promos? So the way I used to practice promos, and I, I think, uh, I think, how am I doing? I think a lot of wrestlers from my era did this. Uh, maybe some of the newer cats do it. I don't know. Uh, was in a mirror. <clears throat> I've mentioned this before. Um, the mirror is the best place to practice a promo, uh, to learn how to do a promo. Look at yourself. Look at your own eyes in the mirror and cut your promo. That's how I always practiced uh, some of my best places that I've worked on some of my better promos. I don't think I've ever said this. It could be nubworthy if anyone cares. Uh, the best places for me, the best spot for me in my years as a wrestler to really perfect my promo skills were actually done in my car when I was driving alone. And because um, you have the, the uh, rearview mirror <clears throat> right there in your face. And as you're driving, you could just drive. Your mind is, you're, you're driving, but you could kind of peek in that mirror while you cut your promo. You can't stare at it because otherwise, you know, there could be a, a problem. But, uh, yeah, that's how I did uh, most, of my, uh, most of my promo work, uh, practice my promo work, was in the car while I was driving. I, I came up with my best stuff that way. Um, my delivery, my inflections, everything, uh, while I was driving alone in the car. Uh, and usually when I was not on the road. When I was home, when I was not working, uh, if I was driving to the gym or if I was driving to a supermarket or whatever, going, you know, to the mall or whatever, you know, I, I, that's in a car locally uh, in my home was where I would work on my promos back in the day. I don't know why. That I, It was like I got in the car and said, okay, I'm going to go work on promos now. It was just like it would just happen, you know, because, see, the thing, too, is like I was always thinking about. The human suplex machine Taz, the pro wrestler Taz, seven days a week. That's all I thought about besides my family. Like I, all I thought about. It was not, there was no downtime. Uh, that's not good either. And I'm lucky I have a wife that, you know, <laughs> was able to put up with that. But, you know, because I was obsessed with getting the character over. And once it got over, I, I was obsessed with keeping it over. So, uh you know, I think that's important. I don't know how many newer wrestlers are doing that. Um, I think if you spoke to any uh, successful wrestler, male or female, that's made money or been a champion or been pushed or, you know, carried the push, they would tell you the same thing. 
You know, you're, you're, you're that character, not that you're living the gimmick, you're always thinking of ways to evolve that character. And, I, I, and that's why uh, people like me and others like me, from maybe my generation or the generation before me, say, you know, don't play wrestler. You know, live that wrestler. Live the part. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? People, other wrestlers, uh, are going to say, oh, he lived the gimmick. He lived the gimmick. Yeah. And, and I made more money than you and got, became more successful. Yeah. Correct. I lived the gimmick. Exactly. So, you know, if you're a wrestler, live the gimmick. Don't go, don't get out of control with the gimmick, but believe in the gimmick. And I'm not saying walk in the locker room and, and act like your character. That, that's an exaggeration of living the gimmick. That's called being an idiot. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, she might have done that a few times. Um, so, <laughs> some of the old ECW guys might have said that. I don't know, maybe, but I digress. I'm not sure. But anyway, that's the thing with the promos. Uh, and by the way, how are we looking on the social media? I said there was a little information. There is. Taz is trending. Oh, no, 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 no. He's trending again. Here he is, trending, trending. As usual, I need to thank you, the audience, for that. Without you guys, that doesn't happen. Three days in a row, Jones, we're looking good. Ed Lover in Charlotte, you are on the Taz Show. Hey, what's up, Taz? Hey, bro, you're not the real Ed Lover, are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm the original Ed Lover. Wait, wait, now hold on. Now, you know who I'm talking about, right? The real Ed Lover. Come on, the famous oh, one. Yeah. MTV, yeah. What's that? The MTV rap look. He, he that, stole my stick. Oh, dude, watch your mouth. You can't be doing that, bro. Come on. Stick, stick. All right, that's what I said. That's what you should say. Stick, right? All right, so <laughs> he so he stole your gimmick. Yes. All right, anyway, what's up, brother? What do you want to talk about? Uh, I, I had a question for you. Yes, sir. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2? Uh, that would be a, uh, absolutely not. No. Uh, no, sir, I don't go to the movies. The last movie I saw was Rocky II. Uh, you should go check it out. Dave Batista, Dave Batista was on. Yeah, he, he, uh, so he, he had a big role in that, right? In that movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays, uh, uh, this character called Drax. He was hilarious. Really? Uh, good for him, great yeah. comedic time he met. Yeah, yeah, he, um, uh, you know, he, I, I'm not surprised. You know, I, I've talked about that before. I mean, Dave, you know, he, he's a hard worker no matter what it is that he has an opportunity to do. I'm not surprised that he's doing well because he puts time in. He's not a lazy guy. You know, he, he, he wants to, you know, work hard whenever he does. And, and you know, actually he puts something out because I think Vince McMahon tweeted something about him. Are we supposed to cover this here at some point, uh, Dennis? Hold, hold on, Ed. I mean, it was just yesterday was his 15th anniversary to his first uh, entrance in the WWE. Batista. Batista, correct. And Vince put out a tweet like, congratulations, and hashtag Drax, which is his character's name. Ah, uh, that's, so. that's what Ed Lover just said, right. And Batista came back with, hey, boss, I'm not effing done with nothing right now. I'm still ready to go. You saw that from Batista, right, Ed Lover? I, I missed it. Yeah, that's what happened. Come. What's up? I wish, I wish he would come back. Uh, I'm a big fan of Batista. It sounds like he might come back because he tweeted back at Vince McMahon kind of like, I'm not done yet. And well, weapons are not only welcomed, they're allowed. Some of those great promos uh, that he cut, you know what I mean? But no, Ed, uh, Dave's a good guy. I'm just busting his balls, you know what I mean? I also want to do my uh, off the hook. Oh, music off the hooks. Okay, go for it. All right, my, my first match... 
uh, I call it Devil's Hell. It's one of my favorite groups, NXS versus Run DMC. NXS. I remember them. Wow. Against Run DMC. Run, 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 run. Okay, what else you got? Uh, my second match is a mixed tag. It's Alicia Keys and John Legend. Ah, I like John Legend. Versus Elton John and Billy Joel. Wow, there's some big voices right there. What's your third? And my main event is the King of the Ring, the Purple Prince versus the King of Pop, Michael Jackson. Interesting. Who hacked who in those two great artists? That's the question, right, Ed Lover? Who hacked who? They had a lot of similarities. They they did. They did. I don't know who uh, came first, but I know they were both huge stars, you know? Well, uh, Jack, Michael Jackson was first. That's true, with the Jackson uh, 5. Jackson 5, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jackson that would, 5. See, that would be even cooler because... No, well, hold on. He was a but wait. He was a he was a little kid when he was the lead singer of the Jackson Five, right? He wasn't doing the whole Michael Jackson gimmick with the crazy clothes like Prince. Right. No. No. You're right. You're right. That's what make it so sweet. That match, you can have interference from the Revolution and interference from the rest of the Jackson Clan. That's not bad, actually. That's actually a pretty good idea, Ed Lover. Thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. Ed Lover, what a very intriguing. Off the hooks, music acts. Yes, Dennis, can I help you? I thought that was an awesome off the hook. That's what you're adding? That's what you want to say? Nah, yeah, well, I'm putting Ed Lover over. Ed Lover. That. Dude, that was, I, it's a great name. I mean, you remember Ed, Ed Lover. Ed Lover was slightly before my time, but I, I remember just a jolly, happy-go-lucky <laughs> big old man. We have any audio from the uh, artist. I don't want to say real Ed Lover because I think I just hung up with the real Ed Lover, but... The artist known as Ed Lover. He was with the, hey, uh, hey, Ant, jump in here. You're a big hip-hop fan. Uh, you remember Ed Lover, right? You're, you're young. Don't. You don't. Oh, what? wow. Wow, he's young, though, dude. I mean, if you, uh, maybe I know a song, but the name doesn't like ring a bell in my head. Ed Lover, really? I was thinking like Eddie Money when you said it. No, he's a rock and roll guy. I know. Spaniard Cortez in California, you are on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz and Taz Show. <laughs> Good moment, Spaniard <laughs> and Cortez. <laughs> hey, I just have two quick questions for you. All right. Hey, uh, I was wondering, with NXT and everything that they're putting out and how they're doing really well with all the new talent, do you think that uh, you yourself, as in Taz, would have done really well now compared to what you you know, because you were just talking about to lean mean that, you know, yeah. all the politics and everything behind the scenes kind of held you back. Do you think that NXT would have been better for you now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they would have put me in NXT or if they would have just put me right what they did with WWE, you know, but uh, I do think it would have helped me either way because it's much, it's, it's so much better now, uh, you know, for the talent, dude, because there's other opportunities within the WWE. And also, you know, I've talked about this a while back here. You know, there, there was during that, that Attitude Era and, and early 2000s, you know, whew, man, I, I cannot explain to you folks how aggressive, intense the politics and backstabbing was in the business, in the locker room. And I'm not complaining that's part of the game. That's part of the business. It was back then. I think things right. have changed for the better now, which is great. It's great for the wrestlers. And a lot of these current wrestlers, I don't think they have any clue what it was like uh, back then. I know this, Spaniard Cortez, because 
uh, friends of mine that are now with the WWE, even though I'm not with the WWE anymore, friends of mine tell me how much better it is now than it was when I was there. And uh, from, a, from a political standpoint and a backstabbing standpoint, how, much cl- how cleaned up it is. And production guys that I know that are still with the company that w- was there when I was there tell me how, how much of a better atmosphere it is. And, and I can tell you this, my friend. When I went to that SmackDown 900 in Pennsylvania, okay, and I got to see the attitude backstage of the wrestlers. I was there all day um, doing that shoot for the ECW thing. And right. it was such a positive vibe amongst all the wrestlers I interacted with, a lot of the younger kids that introduced themselves to me, and I introduced myself to them. So it's better now. So I'm giving you a long-winded answer. But if I if I was in my prime, uh, I think B- NXT would have helped not just me, many of us, because many of us were the victim of politics. And, you know, um, I, I, I didn't have uh, no in at WWE. You know, I had no juice uh, I was brought in by Vince McMahon, you know, I mean, I, I personal meeting with him. So that was a big help, you know, yeah. but but at that time, and I've said this before, you know, Vince Russo was the writer who brought me in, who brought me to Vince. And then before I debuted, Russo went to WCW. You know, that that I always was worried that was going to hurt me. And then Vince and Shane McMahon told me that's not going to hurt you. I, I don't know. I still part of me thinks it. It. It did hurt me. I believe in being accountable, right? So if I F up or if I'm not doing my job as a performer and a wrestler, if I don't show up in shape or I'm not ready to cut a promo or I'm not ready to, 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 to work hard or if I got to do a job, I'm going to bitch, which I didn't. If I got to go over, I'm not going to smile like I'm a mark, which I didn't do that either. Okay, if I keep myself even keel, which I did, then I'm doing my job as a, as a professional wrestler. I did my right. job, and I kept my accountability and my responsibility, and I did all my stuff. They didn't do theirs, so <laughs> I, I, it was, it was a lot of it was politics, and and I think yeah. I think it's a different world now, and it's much better now. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so and then yes, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just my other question was is um, if another promotion comes up like WCW did back in the day. Do you think that Vince would bring back more of an attitude era because of the competition and uh, make his product like that? Or do you think he'd just still keep it like the way that it is? I think I think and- I think he would keep everything the way it is. And thank you for calling Spaniard Cortez. I think he would keep everything the way it is, and here's the reason why, bro. Because he's the lead dog, the WWE's the lead dog, and it's gonna take uh, <laughs> I don't know when it's going to happen, if ever. I don't think anyone's ever going to catch him. It was, it's going to take a ton of money, a ton of desire and passion to catch him. It, he's so far ahead of every, every company. It's, he's light years ahead. With the WWE Network, the, th- the stuff he's done with that and still doing, the WWE is light years ahead. You know, And I, I was just on the phone, actually, off air yesterday with Mike Johnson, and, and we were talking about uh, streaming uh, streaming networks, not just with wrestling. And, and the WWE was the first one to, to really get rolling with streaming online content uh, f- for the most part in entertainment with sports and stuff, or if you want to call wrestling sport. And they're con- and now everyone's got their own little streaming uh, platform, including the place I work now, CBS, which is great. But I'm just saying, like, they're so far ahead of everyone. 
I don't think Vince uh, would ever, and I, you know, knowing Vince the way I knew him in the years I worked with him closely. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. He don't sweat nobody, and he ain't hacking nobody. He ain't letting no one make him bend over. Okay, now, when WCW was kicking his ass, okay, he had to make some changes, and I think there was a lot of inspiration there, and this is well documented from what was going on in ECW. So, you know, we were we were like you know, uh, small little regional promotion, but we were making some noise with this whole extreme thing, and I think that helped inspire big time the Attitude Era. You know, uh, I think that was a huge, huge part of it uh, right there. So uh, that's the deal. Nick in Salem, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, Nick? Good mo- good moment, Fasten. How are you? Oh, that was smooth. I'm good, Nick. Um, so did you hear what happened yesterday on the show here? I did, as a matter of fact. <laughs> no, 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 buddy. A lot of people are saying that Ooh, was you. I could, it, there is no way that it could be me. I During the day... I went and had, I went to, I took my friend to have an MRI. Right. He has a subdural hematoma on his brain. Oh, wait, this was your friend that you were the, fighting. The, the, yeah, the guy, the, he can't fight anymore, period, end of discussion. What does he have? A subdural hematoma. It's a, a it's um, bruising on the brain. It's like a concussion. I, I guess it's like he, at one point... It, it, he had some bleeding in his brain, but the the according to my mother, the the blood absorbed it back into the brain, but it left a bruise. Mm. So mm. that's well. Uh, I hope he's going to be okay. I mean, he's able to work. Oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, as long as he, he can still work out, but he has to take medication and he has to go to see a neurologist for the next um, two years to make sure that his EEG remains at a base level because he has Jeez. to he has to go in for some testing he's at mass general right now well what are you gonna do are you gonna you're gonna still fight this guy you're gonna stop punching him in the oh, face no, no 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 not at all you know you he, i was doing it just to keep in shape and i was doing it you know to be because we've been doing it for years well so you, this no. is like your partner you train with just to stay in shape just knock around guys type thing right exactly like kind of dennis and anthony does like they're kind of you know they, they hang around with each other all the time like that <laughs> Right? Do you ever let go on? What's your friend's name again, Mike? You know, <laughs> Bob. What's his no. name? Um. Well, he he asked me not his name. I I called him Joe, but he asked me to use not use his real name. Okay, so we'll call him Nacho. So, do you and Nacho like Nacho. Ever, you and Nacho ever go like on the beach there on the Cape and go for like long walks instead of maybe you could no, do that actually, now instead of box? No, no. Actually, I'm married. I don't do those kind of things. Well, I'm, dude, that's okay. You're married. You can still take a long walk on the beach with your friend. What's wrong well, with that? Yeah, yeah we could, you know, I, you know, take windy, you know, we we could, if I was like that, take windy walks and sip wine and eat cheese and <laughs> But I, I, sorry about that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> no, I hear you. So listen, was it you who called yesterday, Nick? Because there's been a lot no, of... No, I, I didn't call. That's the thing. How'd you hear about it? I know you're not a Twitter guy. Because, How did you hear? Because I was, um, I listened to podcasts. <laughs> Dude, he thinks this guy's me. Yeah, a lot of people I'm on like, the Facebook, they were all over you. Nick, all over you. All over you, Dude, bro. I'm, not, I'm telling you, that was not me. What are you doing? You're driving to work? What are you doing right now? Yeah, I'm driving home. Oh, really? That's great. Awesome. Yeah, I just got out of work. Oh, awesome. No one cares. So listen, you want to hold on or you're busy? 
Um, you're busy. That means you're not I hanging you on. My, would, could I give you my off the hooks? Oh, I, indeed. Yes, of course you can. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yes, please, sir. Go for it. Um, first one is the Marshall Tucker Band uh, versus Charlie Daniels. That's not bad. Hey, Dennis, that's pretty good, right? Right there. That's a good um, one. A band called Warring versus Quiet Riot. Hold on. You said Warrant or Warring? What are you saying? Warring. It's a, it's a girl band out of Mexico. Girl band. Do you and not Joe walk on the beach, listen to Warren, a girl band? Um, no, no, you're married. That's right. I've actually married. just heard of them. They're a, um, they were all over YouTube. The, they were the girl band that did. Who? Who? That, who, who are you um, talking about? Who? That did, who? That who? did um, Metallica. Hold, sorry. They did, they did Metallica? What are you talking about? They did, what do you mean? Yeah, they they, um, they did a, a tribute song to Metallica. Oh, who did, their, wait, who, yeah, who, who did, who, wait, who, who? Warren? Um, Warren. A band called Warrant? Warring. Warrant. Warring. Warring. Not Warrant. Right, that is correct. I just want to make sure. Warring. Team Deathmatch. Jesus, hold on the damn. Let's do this. What's that now? They are called, it's called The Warring. The Warring. Not yes. Warrant. I know Warrant, the, the hairband. No, no, no. It's called, uh, it's, they're called The Warring. It's a, it's a group, it's a group of three girls. They're like 13. They have, okay. It's me, Mario. The what? They're huge in Mexico. Oh, they, it's a huge girl band. So like teeny bopper stuff in Mexico. No, actually, believe it or not, it's a, it's a metal band. Oh, they're a metal band like Warrant. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would say they're similar to Warren because they have that kind of like uh, '80s metal type flair. Gotcha. Yeah, I love um, Warren too, Nick. I'm with you on that. The the third one is um, Kiss right. versus Warren. Uh, the Cult. Blues the Cult. That's great. But your favorite is Warren. Um, I like them. Yeah, they have two albums out now. All right, got it. Um, what else is up? We're good otherwise? Um, yeah. Well, like I said, I, uh, um, oh, I wanted to tell you something I read. Um, there is a friend of mine told me there's a, um, a woman, like a, a, a healing woman in, um, Chinatown in New York. Hold on. There's a woman that's a heal? Come on. Yeah, never. Dude, <laughs> Chinatown yeah. could probably help you with your hand. Hold on. My hand is dead. The Chinatown in New York or in Boston? Yeah, in New, in New York. Hold on. Because a buddy of mine dropped, uh, a friend of mine who does construction in New York, he dropped, uh, he did something to his hand. I don't know what it is. Would he drop on he his hand? Would he drop on his hand, Nick? Tell me. I don't, that I don't know. It sounds I, like he dropped something he on his hand. nerve damage. Yeah. Bed? nerve damage in his hand. Yeah. And. Did he cut he his hand? That I don't I, I don't know. I think he dropped something on it, but anyway. Yeah, well, that, uh, but that could happen. If you drop something or you could cut a nerve, a severe, a sever a nerve. Yeah, you, you're right. So that's what he did? He, I, that's my understanding. And he went to see this woman. She's like, uh, she does um, acupuncture yeah. and acupressure yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So. What kind of joint you're sending me to? Some Asian woman's going to, like, massage me? What, what's going on here? What do we got going on here? What's it's, this going to um, run me, bro? What the, what are, no, <laughs> she's, like a, a, she's like a Buddhist. She, like, puts... Um, she puts, like, the acupuncture needles in your hand and then sets them on fire. And it, <laughs> it sends energy through your hand. 
At least that's what I'm told. Holy shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. So she puts the pins in your hand and turns those things on fire and sets them on fire. That's what you're saying, right? Well, burn, like burns them. them or, and or what do you do while you have metal that's burning in your hand that kills the nerve? What happens? I don't know. I've not had it done, but he, his... Damn, hand, son. He where'd you find it. this one? Hold on. Say again. He swears by it. Who's no. he? J uh, J not Joe? No. What's his name? Uh, Milo. Oh, Milo. A friend of my, Milo, a friend of mine's uh, boyfriend. Friend of yours, boyfriend, Milo. Not related yeah. to Hilo. Okay, I got it. I understand right. now. Okay, now I understand. You have a very vast group of people you know it's interesting you know i would love to see you become friends with robbie remember robbie used to be a producer on the show yeah i think what you and robbie what's that whatever happened to him oh uh, he still works in the cbs family robbie's a good dude he's still around he's just not on the show here but robbie's a good man i just think you and robbie would, would click something about it tells me uh you milo not joe you guys all running around frolicking uh in uh, you know dennis massachusetts <laughs> on the beach you know what I mean? Uh, are you are, are you implying that I like meat there, Mr. Chad? Is that what you're I implying? I don't know what in the F you're talking about. No, I'm just saying that you have a f lot of friends that are interesting. I'm not saying you like meat. Damage report, Scotty. I don't know what that was about. That was weird. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's the deal, Nick. So what's what's going on now? So what, you got everything on spot? You're set for the rest of the day? You're going to have your hand burnt off by a Asian lady with needles? What are you doing? No, I'm actually, I'm actually going home to be tied up by my wife and you know okay well that's great well <laughs> what okay well nick i appreciate that i i hope you guys have a great time hey look you're a married man you're an adult stay do, safe do whatever you do pal just uh you know just uh he's like the gimp now all of a sudden this guy he's the gimp no oh. no i don't wear i don't wear black mask okay. i just like to be bitten i mean okay. there's nothing wrong with that stop okay got it all right nick thanks for calling <laughs> nick and salem there he goes. He went to another level. Okay. <laughs> there, it's, you know. It's, what? It's, 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 you're not going to hear this on CBS Sports Radio. See, this is the difference here, sir. This is the difference. I do have to go to break, though. That I can tell you. And uh, hopefully uh, we get some food here so Dennis doesn't stop biting anyone. Because uh, that could happen. On that note, Taz Show, second hour coming. Sit tight. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Oh, yeah. Well, Taz Show, Wednesday edition. Been talking a little smackdown where we were. Uh, one hour down, one hour to go, and then the show kind of take a little bit of an interesting turn. Thanks to one of our loyal callers, Nick from Salem. Awkward Jones. Wow. If you're listening live, go back and listen to that last call. Interesting. A little too much TMI from Nick from Salem, I would say. Oh, well, what are you going to do? 
So we're still trending here. Thank you guys. The show's on fire right now. <clears throat> Three days in a row. Everything's going great. Can't thank you enough. Can't thank you enough. Seriously. We'll be on Facebook Live in 30 minutes. A uh, lot of lot of people calling. I got to get to the phones right away here because I don't want to leave no one. I want to get everybody on the show that's on hold. And the, we've been taking calls, but just a lot of good calls always every day here. I'm very fortunate. So um, it's real good. Let's go to Mike here. Hey, uh, Mike in New York, you are on the Taz Show. How you doing, pal? Good, how are you? Good. Hey, I got two small questions. All right, so I've been watching uh, the UK stuff again. Yeah. And Tyler Bate. Yes, sir. Does he kind of resemble Scrappy-Doo from Scooby-Doo? <laughs> That's messed up. Um, I, I, you know, so I, someone gave him a little bit of a better compliment. That wasn't really a compliment by you. Uh, and said he looked a little bit like a shorter version of like a Shane Douglas, a young Shane Douglas. You know, that that I would agree with, Mike. Not not Scrappy-Doo. No? No. No. No, Mike. No. And, all right. And um, I got another question. Do you have any cool stories of uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine? Oh, wow. Good question. I wrestled. I never wrestled Greg Valentine. I wrestled on shows with Greg Valentine, Mike, uh, years ago, you know, when he was, uh, you know, he just came off the WWF circuit. I was still coming up in the business. He always was really cool. Very, you know, the only thing I can tell you, Mike, about Greg Valentine, he was very low key, um, very, you know, very like a, a calming, like just a relaxed guy, not high strung, like a type C personality backstage. I don't know if that surprises you or not, but um, well, I got to meet him a few times myself. And did you notice that about him? Yeah, um, actually, I got to referee a uh, match between him and Snuka in uh, South Carolina. Oh, cool. Oh, you refed. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for Marvin Ward. Oh. And, uh, he, he has, like, these sausage fingers. He, <laughs> there's no one that sticks out to me as much as Greg Bayer and Valentine. I, got a, I work with a guy here uh, that has sausage fingers, Mike. Timber! Um, you can look at the video. I don't know if you're watching the video, Mike. Just get those big-ass, thick, kielbasa fingers right there, Mike. Thank you for calling, Mike. Appreciate uh, that right there uh, for the call. So, uh, yeah, that's the deal on that. Let's go to Jeff. He wants to give us off the hooks. And uh, we got Jeff in Texas. Jeff, what's going on? You're on the Taz Show. Hey, thank you, Taz. Uh, first time, long time. Oh, look at this guy in the yam bag with the first time. Long time. How you doing, buddy? Oh, we're doing all right. All right. Uh, getting ready to start the day, man. All right, bro. Uh, so on my off the hooks, I wanted to give you uh, first match, Seven Dust versus Kill Switch Engage. Oh, you like some uh, kind of hard stuff. I like it. I like it. What else you got? Second one, uh, bands that I've seen live, Spain versus Breaking Benjamin. Spain? I don't know. Pardon my ignorance. Spain. Dennis, you don't know Spain? Uh, give me a little background on that, dude, uh, Jeff, on Spain. Uh, Spain is... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Spain. Uh, yeah, I thought you were saying the yeah. country. Oh, Spain. Spain. I, I know Spain. Okay, they're uh, great. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Aaron I thought Lewis, you said man. Spain. That's all right. You got that damn Texas accent. Texas accent. That's the problem. Oh, know. wow. <laughs> well, look at me, how I talk. I shouldn't be saying that. I'm joking. It's your first hey, time. Man, you, I you, wish I, I wish I had that New York accent. Uh, I like New York. <laughs> yeah, well, I hear you. It's, it's not what you think it is. And what's your third? Uh, it would be Eagles versus Chris Stapleton. You know, I don't know why I didn't say the Eagles of mine. I'm a Jeff, I'm a huge, huge Eagles fan for years. You know, I love the Eagles. Uh, JR, you know, good old JR, right? Big Eagles oh, fan. Yeah. No, oh, JR yeah. and I would listen to the Eagles a lot when we would travel together in the car. You know, he's a big Eagles fan, too. I mean, I love the Eagles, dude. Love the Eagles. Good off the hooks, oh. Jeff. I appreciate you, brother. Hey, uh, are you new to the show, or you've been listening or watching for a while? Uh, 
been listening for a while. I think mid last year. No. Oh wow. Yeah, mid last year. Cool. I'm just curious. Do you uh, listen to the podcast version or you listen live every day? Uh, I have my alarm set for the live version, but I usually wind up catching the podcast version. That's cool. Well, I appreciate it. Either way, no matter what you're doing, you're checking out the show. That means a lot, bro. Thanks, bud. No problem. We'll see you, big guy. Take care. There you go. Jeff in Texas right there. That was nice. I did thought he said Spain. It sounded like... <laughs> well, he because he definitely did at first. No, he didn't, dude. I just didn't hear... I've had my eardrum broken How twice. did both of us hear Spain then? Well, because you're, you're... Look, you got probably a, a good chunk. There's a good chance you have a good chunk of cholesterol in your ear. So, I... Not necessarily cholesterol. I do... I've been known to hide particles of meat in all my orifices. <laughs> that... <laughs> That brings me to Juan in Utah. You on the Taz show, Juan. Please save me, save me, Juan. Save me. Hey, uh, good moment, Taz, and good moment to the father of man, me. Yes. Good moment, uh, good, uh, moment Juan. How are you, sir? Talk to me. Doing good. How are you guys doing today? Not Just, bad, uh, brother. Not bad. Start the day off at work right now. All right. That's cool. So, uh, I got my off the hook, and I got a question about SmackDown and Raw. Sounds good. Sounds... Okay, yeah, give you off the hooks first, good. All right, so my off the hooks, I got my first match is a Cruiserweight Classic match. Um, I have Prince going up against Jimi Hendrix. Oh, wow. You know, That's big the right there. Big fan of both. I, I love Jimi Hendrix. Got to mix in that purple, you know? Yeah, man. Got it. My second one is um, I'm going to have a Hell in the Cell match between um, 50 Cent and Ja Rule for the Battle of Queens, New York. Bro, do you work at a batting cage? It sounds like you're at that, like there's balls being hit, like in a batting cage. That's what it sounds like, and then beeping. <laughs> no, I work at a. Pastry. Oh, oh, Jesus! Uh, you work? You work where? At a pastry. We make a uh, bakery, like cinnamon rolls and cookies and brownies. That's what I, we make. I Sorry, I know what a bakery is. Okay, I. I uh, it sounded like you, you were hitting baseballs. What's your other off the hook? Then my last match, it is going to be two bats. I listen to you. Pink Floyd going up against uh, Queen. Uh, classic, classic groups right there. Uh, well done, my friend. All right, bro. I appreciate you. you got anything else or you're good? Oh, well, um, well, this week, you know, watching uh, SmackDown, and well, what do you think was the better UK show? The one, the Raw or the SmackDown one? Well, I, I, the one when or the SmackDown said that? Oh, oh, the Raw or SmackDown or SmackDown? Yeah, in London. Like, which one do you think was better? Yeah, I would say, uh, thank you for calling, dude. I appreciate it. Bad, bad connection there that, on that call. I would say the Raw show was better, to answer you, Juan, uh, in Utah. The, I would say the Raw UK show was better. Um, I thought so. It felt a little bit more, like I said, there was a lack of sense of urgency, in my opinion, last night on SmackDown. I thought the Raw show. Dennis, I'm curious, what did you think? Oh, Raw in a landslide. Which Any. I- Sorry, continue. I normally don't feel that way, but in this case, I do. And what did you think, dude? They were both mundane, but Raw was way better. I thought Raw was a lot better. I did. I don't. I didn't way think, better. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and, you know, we've seen lately that SmackDown has been really doing well. You know, so uh, I don't know. It, it, it definitely. Yes, they just seem. It just there was something missing. It was just something. I don't know if I said this on air or not. I don't said it during the break. I got. I think I said it during the break. I don't think I got a feeling Vince wasn't there. I got that's what I I just felt like he wasn't there. I don't know why. Like backstage, you know, I don't know why I'm asking you that, Anthony. How would you know? You have no idea. 
Well, you did mention that he, sometimes he doesn't travel necessarily overseas, right? Rare. Well, I maybe as he's getting older, he's got other things going on. I don't know, but but sometimes that would happen. Yeah, when when uh, you know, back in the day, you know what I mean. So, but um, I would love to see Vince meet you, Aunt. That would be some kind of meeting. Greg in Brooklyn, you're on the Taz show. Good moment, Taz. What's up, man? What's up, Greg? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I just want to give me off thoughts. Go for it. All right, one is a 90s grunge match, uh, Alice in Chains versus Pearl Jam. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Love the Pearl Jam, bro. Go ahead. Hey, hey, are you a big Pearl Jam fan? I, I, I love Pearl Jam for the first two albums. Then I kind of fell mm. off a little bit. If I you can, can I put you on the spot, Greg. What was your favorite Pearl Jam song? <sighs> if you don't know one off the top of your head, that's fine. No, no, it, um, it's, uh, and you know what's really funny? I was listening to the other day, and the one I don't listen to all the time. Yeah. When they did the Unplugged. Uh, yeah, oh, they did. They, I, what, like the real heavy song they did Unplugged on was really good. There's a lot of this stuff's heavy. I, one of my favorites is a song called Black by them. Oh, yeah, it's Black, Black's amazing. Black's great amazing. song. And then um, another song called Dirty Frank, which is on one of their lost albums, I think. It, Dirty Frank is not a real popular song. It's heavy. It's 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 intense. It's it's really a cool song. You could find it on the YouTubes or whatever. Uh, you know? It's driving me nuts. The song I'm thinking of it begins with a P. It's like on the end. It's not. It's not plush. It's an STP. No, song, that's but, uh, STP. The Stone it, Temple it, it's Pilots. It's on the first album. It's on the first album. Uh, the album. Uh, we'll get it. We'll figure it out. We'll and what's your, it out. what's your what's your other one? My other one. I got an Ego Arena match between Guns N' Roses and Metallica. Okay, Guns N' Roses and who? Metallica. And Metallica. Okay, cool, cool. And my final headlining match is the Please Measure Your Hallucinogens Carefully match between Tool <laughs> versus Nine Inch Nails. Wow, Nine Inch Nails, <clears throat> what real good, um, real good band. You know, another band I like was Filter. I mean, a lot of uh, during that era, you know, Filter was real. Yep. The, lead, the, the main guy from. Uh, Patrick Rivers' name is. He's the used to be a Nine Inch Nails too. They were the same band. I didn't know that. I'm Original. not good with people. Name. Maybe you think you know the song he might be thinking of from Pearl was Porch. Porch. I was. Porch. Yeah, I was just. That's looking. exactly the song I'm thinking about. Porch. Porch. You're hearing Black right now. You're not hearing Porch. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, 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 yeah. That was definitely the one I was thinking of. Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, brother. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Thank you, buddy. There you go, Greg. I, you know, I hear Pearl Jam. I mark out. I'm a big mark for Pearl Jam for a long time. Love Pearl Jam. Still listen to Pearl Jam. Like a lot of that music from that era, I was in my prime in that era. So, you know, as a wrestler, you know, so to me, then a little bit later after that, you know, groups like The Biscuit, Limp Biscuit, big, big mark for the Limp Biscuit. Big mark, always. I told you guys that story in Seattle at WrestleMania when I got to meet uh, Fred Durst. We were talking a little bit and I got to see them rehearse and they played Takers uh, rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great, great, great. Great stuff. Oh, God, the office hated those guys. Fred Durst and uh, the Limp Biscuit. Oh, they had heat. Because <laughs> they didn't give a rat's ass about nobody. It was hysterical. So uh, it was crazy back then. How are we looking on the social media? I got a feeling. I'm looking at what's going on here. Oh, man. Dropped down. Hold, hold on a second. Oh, no. Dude. We lost the friggin' trend. Oh, damn it! No! What do you mean, no? No, no! That damn Nick from Salem talking about his wife biting his ass! That's the problem! Nick... You don't even care. 
I ha- <laughs> me with the Twitter is your problem with the Facebook because I just click like the home button in the top and it's and it's still there and then when I hit the refresh it disappears. <sighs> James in North Carolina, you're on a Taz show. What's going on, pal? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, James. You got off the hooks with me, pal. Uh, do you, and I have one question if that's okay. Okay, Schnell. You know what Schnell means, right? Uh, actually, I do not. Yeah, yesterday we had a guy. Uh, you know Wolfgang that calls the show from Germany. You ever hear him? Oh God, yeah. Last time I got was on here, I got compared to him. Facebook was killing me. Well, he's taught us here on the show how to say. Schnell, Schnell. That means rapido, like hurry up, like so. So try to do you off the hooks quick. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I got them all right here. Do it. I've got a uh, battle of the new generation first. I got a day to remember versus bring me the horizon. All right. What else you got? And then I got Masters of Metal match as I lay dying versus Austrian Death Machine. Wow, this is like heavy, deep. Black yeah, metal. Okay, got, got it. Uh, battle of the 90s. I got Soundgarden versus The Offspring. Nice. Both those. I like that. You went kind of, okay, heavy. And what's your question, statement, or comment you were going to make? Um, so I was watching you, the SmackDown where, and you were calling it where Brian Kendrick and John Cena had a rap battle. <laughs> I vaguely remember this. Okay. Okay, uh, just well, it's more about John Cena, like when he did his his gangster gimmick. Yeah. Was that like? I guess I liked it because I was a kid. Were they taking an approach to it? Because now I watch it and it's almost like embarrassing. Like I get embarrassed myself for it. Oh, like when he does that stuff. Yeah, because it wasn't like I didn't think it was good. I mean, it was funny, but yeah. Well, I think a lot of that you got to think about this though, too, James. A lot of that when he was doing that, he was a heel, right? When he was younger, when he first started, right? You, if you remember, he was kind of a heel, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess because I I was young when all that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I, so, what is your question? Like, is it? Do I think he shouldn't do it anymore? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I was, I was wondering. Did you think that was like, was the office trying to appeal towards kids with that, or? I think they were trying to appeal appeal more towards like what was hot in pop culture, you know, with hip hop and stuff like that. That's what, James. Thanks for calling. That's what I think they were doing. <clears throat> they were trying to just appeal to that, the the pop culture society. And I think WWE still tr- still tries to do that, where they try to stay relevant and current, which is smart. They don't want to listen. I, I've I've look. I've said this uh, in different forms before. The WWE, and this is not an insult at WWE. This is not an insult at WWE. This is, uh, if somebody from the front office was sitting right here with me, which would be a miracle, um, I think they would admit to this. Maybe not as blunt as I'm going to say it. Okay, things you will not hear on Dancing with the Table. Okay, dance, whatever the F it's called. The WWE, the last thing they want to be referred to or called is a wrestling company. They do not look at themselves as a wrestling company or a wrestling promotion. They are an entertainment company, an entertainment you know, mogul in essence. That's how they look at themselves. Therefore, they they do great charity work. And, and they don't even tell you all of it because they're not like that. I got to say, they're great when it comes to charity. Some stuff they'll bring awareness to and you'll see on TV. 
lot of stuff they don't. And 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 listen, they do amazing stuff for charity. There's no doubt about it. Their talent from Vince McMahon down. Trust me. Very good-hearted, uh, completely. And that's number one. Number two, anything pop culture, entertainment, music, they're always going to try and stay more relevant. And I think back then with John Cena, that was part of it too. You know, they, they, they want to be looked at as anything but a wrestling promotion. That I can assure you. And that that sounds like, oh, that's not cool that they hate wrestling. No, they don't hate wrestling. You know, they they, they they look at it like there's an, it starts with Vince, and he's done this years ago. That's why the whole WWE superstar thing happened instead of wrestlers, you know, because these are superstars. These are larger than life, you know. Uh, you know, the wrestlers are just guys who lace up their boots and wear black trunks and wrestle in a smoke-filled arena. That's They're not megastars and athletes and performers, and that's how it's looked at. It's revered bigger in the WWE. It's up here. WWE superstar, and then there's a wrestler. So that that's how it's looked at in that company, and 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 you no one can say they're wrong because of the success uh, from mainstream media to popularity to social media to flat out money uh, to right down the road here at Wall Street, you know, as a, as, a, as a publicly traded company. So no one could say that the WWE starting with Vince was wrong. In avoiding that dark-filled arena with a spotlight over the ring with a bunch of guys going, ah, I think this guy's going to win, smoking cigarettes. You know, reading daily news. You know, those days are gone. You know, it's not like that anymore. You know what I mean? So they're all about being an entertainment uh, monster, entertainment broadcasting company. That's what they are. They do not pride themselves on being a wrestling company. On that note, i got to go to break. Other side of break, we will be on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash The Taz Show. Phone lines are jammed up. I just dropped my gimmick schnabitz. And uh, we will uh, take some more calls. We will be on the Facebook Live, as I said. I will also... Oh, boy! I will also... Damn it. Don't laugh. It's not even that funny. It's really not that funny. Please, a little bit. I'm flummoxed. I'm Fernum, I'm Burnham, I gotta go to break, and I'm Schneebitzed. Uh, gimmick chat. We're on Facebook Live too, by the way. I'll get to you guys in a minute at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. I'm looking at the gimmick chat at tazshow.com where people are talking to each other and they talk to me and they talk to people on the team here. Anthony's on there sometimes, Dennis, whatever. So here's the thing. 
Pai Soon San. This person that's made some comments on here, you know, usually positive comments or has opinions. I want to read a statement. I, he is going by, or he or she is going by what I said earlier about the WWE, that um, the WWE uh, is not a wrestling company. They do not look themselves as a wrestling company because they've evolved and they look at the, their talent as bigger. WWE superstars are up here and wrestling is here. They're bigger. They're, they're an entertainment uh, monster. Uh, you know, the amount of money and, and everything. And, and, and I agree with what they've done. And they are not ashamed. Uh, they're not embarrassed by the term, like Pi Sun's hand said to me here on the gimmick chat. They're embarrassed by the term. I disagree, sir or ma'am, uh, because uh, it's uh, it's not true. I, I work there. I know that they're not embarrassed by the term. They just have ev they've evolved. They it's bigger. They're they do you. Listen, I don't want to stereotype wrestling fans, but I think several fans would agree with what this person's saying on my gimmick chat here. And then he said, how are they entertainers when they can't write good stories? Okay, now that has nothing to do with the wrestlers. That, that's the writing. That's the creative team. Okay, that has nothing to do with, with the wrestlers right there. Nothing. So now, but back to, to the thing that they're embarrassed by the term wrestling. <clears throat> no, no, I, I do not. I do not agree with that. I agree with that WWE has evolved and got bigger and stronger and wealthier and over over many years by the perception they put out that they are larger, that their talent, their wrestlers, their superstars, whatever you want to call them, their performers are larger than life. That's how you make money. How can anyone think that's bad? A lot of fans, I think, would agree with this person saying on my gimmick chat, and the thing is this. What I would say to some of you fans, and I don't want to stereotype hardcore wrestling fans, but what I have to tell you guys is you need to realize something. The number one goal for Vince McMahon and his family and their business is to make money. They want to make money, and they have to make a lot of money. They have a lot of overhead. What is overhead? Bills. <laughs> they have contracts with talent and companies they have to pay i've been to their production studio less than a year ago i can assure you they're spending a lot of money so the money they're making they're putting back into the company i will wave the wwe flag on this topic all effing day long and i pride myself on being a former pro wrestler it's a WWE superstar. It's not whatever you want to call it. I'm cool with the way Vince McMahon and his family have promoted and marketed the WWF to the WWE for all these years. Larger than life. Bigger than, as I said earlier, a smoke-filled arena with a spotlight over the ring. It's bigger than that. And it should be bigger than that. That's how you make money. It's not about being embarrassed by the term pro wrestling or calling a guy a wrestler why should Vince McMahon and his team call uh, call the talent wrestlers when when all the other companies call them wrestlers that's that was during that era he wanted to be different how could anyone knock this man for how he's built that company I do I get paid by WWE I I get nothing from WWE they don't even act like I freaking I exist and that's fine 
I'm still going to call a spade a spade. And what Vince McMahon and his family and that company does to to make the the, the pro wrestling industry or sports entertainment be on ESPN or, or all mainstream sports like CBS Sports TV or, or NBC Sports or all over social media. It's because of Vince McMahon's vision, guys. Trust me. And the way he built that company. Terrence is trying to get a job at WWE. Go take a if you think that. I don't need a job by the WWE. I'm telling the truth. <sighs> Pardon my French. Michael in Illinois. Welcome. You're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz. How's it going, buddy? How are you, pal? You, you sound a little hotter than the collar this morning. Yeah, well, sometimes I go through these waves of emotion, Mike. I don't know what it is. I got to get that checked. <laughs> What's going on, pal? <laughs> hey, uh. I agree with what you're saying about how the McMahons built the WWE and stuff. But let me tell you, I'm, yes. I'm close to your age. I'm in my 40s. Right, right. I go, I go back as far as Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher. Yeah. And Jerry, you know, I, I live in the section of Illinois where we used to get the AWA, NWA, and WWF. Right, right. So, I mean, like, I've seen all these. You got it all. You saw it all. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, even as far back as that, uh, when guys came to the ring – you know, they had certain mannerisms or stuff so that you know who who they were before their music hit, when they, when they came out the music. Right, right. The music. Yep. <clears throat> a lot of the, like, and, and as kids, we'd wrestle and stuff, and, like, our parents would know who we were, who we were before we even started wrestling just by what we would do. Right. A lot of the times today with the superstars, like if Sami Zayn was coming down or if a kid wanted to be Sami Zayn wrestling his friend, how would you know that that kid was Sami Zayn? Yeah, no, I, he, I, I mean, would he be carrying a taxi cab in his hand or something? Or? He'd have to be doing that little ska skip he does, a little skip. Da, yeah, ba, I mean, ba, like, da, ba, 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 that thing, you know. Part, I mean, like part of part of the reason I think the ratings are going down and nobody's that interested anymore. Not only is the creative, but it's like there's no characters. Hold on, I mean, hold like, on, but Mike, Mike. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a different side of it though, bro. Who's not interested? Well, look at it this way. Back during the Attitude Era and when the NWO was running hot and WCW. Hold on, Mike. Let me, hold on. Ashpat, let me interrupt you. How old are you? Give me your exact age, Mike. I, I am 43. Okay. I'm 49. I got news for you, brother. We are close in age, and you and I, we're not their target audience. Well, well I, yeah, they, they changed it to, like, shooting back to, like, towards kids like it was back A little in bit. The a little bit I towards kids. That. Dude, lower your but computer. I, mean, I hear myself. You got to lower whatever you're listening or watching the show. You got to lower because I hear myself. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm no, no, sorry. No problem. No, no yeah. But if you could lower your car rate or whatever you're doing, if you can. Oh, I, I don't even. I'm just on my phone. Oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. So, so I hear voices in my head all the time. So it doesn't matter. So, um, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, man. Like, it's a great conversation because. Um, I, what I'm talking about is their target audience are people that are a little bit younger. Look, they can't get the guy that's 22, 24, 26 because that guy is most probably watching MMA. Okay, I do think that when people say no one's watching anymore, I think that's a really bad stereotype and overstatement because 
someone's watching because this thing is covered on a lot of mainstream outlets. Uh, I just watched two shows from uh, the UK in, in London in a gigantic building I've been in, and they packed the place two nights in a row. Someone is paying money. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, someone's watching. So I I just, I, I, I don't want to take you literally, but I'm just saying, it's just, we got to be careful when you say nobody's watching. Well, I, yeah, and I don't, I don't mean it is like nobody's watching. I mean, it's just like, and like I was saying, between the two companies, they were drawn like, what were they like? WWE would be like a five four, and like Nitro would be like a six one. I mean, that's eleven million people watching, and now oh, you've got the one okay. company, and they're down to like a two rating. Okay, well, let's discuss that too, Mike. So here's the thing: you bring up a very good point. You're saying during that era that more people were watching pro wrestling. Let's just call it pro wrestling, right? Right, right. Okay, but would you think it's fair to say this? Maybe you didn't look at it like this. There are a lot more things to to for people to consume as far as watching television, watching on uh, stuff on your phone like Netflix on your computer or your de- there's there's so much more program. Forget wrestling, things to watch on TV or your computer. No one really watches TV anymore, you know, or on your phone. My point is that was a different era. So yeah, there were more people watching wrestling, but I think that. There was just less outlets for people to watch programming of anything in general. Yeah, I, I, I will agree with that. So I think that's part of the reason with the, the rant. I also think, Mike, to, to your point, to help you with your point, I think that that Monday Night War stuff, what Nitro, what Vince truly had, Vince McMahon truly had competition in Eric Bischoff and WCW, I truly think that that really helped the era of the business back then. I think that's kind of the point you're making. Yeah, I mean, I don't want him to see. I don't want to see him go back to like you know some of the smut they were doing during that time. But I mean, it just seems like they can still make more interesting TV with better storylines and stuff. I mean, even if they rehashed some of the old stuff and put a new spin on it. But then, then I mean, we, I, then, I, but I, then, I, but I, then, I, then I, hold on, then, but then, Mike, then we bitch about that. Ah, that's old stuff they're doing now, you know? Then, you know, see, that's the problem. Mike, thanks for calling, but I gotta let you jump. Uh, some people on Facebook are throwing flags about the Echo, so, uh, anyway. Uh, whew. That Echo was rough. Maybe it's just his Bluetooth, but I, he made, he made a lot of really good points. I mean, you know, but it, it's, there's some things that I, I think I made some good points too. I mean, it's a different time now. People, I've talked about this at nauseum. People consume programming. This is not just wrestling. So much different than in, in 1999 and 2000. I mean, Dennis, what were you doing in your life? And I don't mean sitting in a diner. What were you doing in like 99? 99. Were you in I was, college? Not even close. No, I, was, no, I don't know what the hell you I was in either elementary school or middle school. Oh, my school. God. How young? You look like, you look like you're a grandfather. Holy crap. Grandfather time is caught. You wear that, that shirt like you're going to the library? No! Hey, what the hell? You were in uh, elementary school in 99, bro? 99. I'm trying. I might have been in middle school at that point. Dude, I was winning world champions. Championships, bro. Please, stop. Uh, the hell out of here. I should fire you just for that comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were a little kid. So basically, that me talking to you has nothing, no bearing on anything right now. No, not at all. I, I think you were gonna ask how I was taking in entertainment, and it was strictly. I couldn't. I remember Raw was from nine to eleven, so I would watch the first hour, and I would VCR the second hour. The VCR and watch yes. it when I'd wake up the next morning before school. Yeah. And now, and now, you, I mean, 
if you don't watch it live, you, you hop on Twitter and you're yeah, you and the s- WWE when like Raw and SmackDown are going on. Yeah, WWE's tweeting out. Huh? Bam, bam, bam! Mm-hmm. Rapid fire, like you don't have to watch the product. Rapid, and you Schnell, can, Schnell, Schnell, yeah, Schnell, yeah. and you can get it in a, a plethora yes. of multitude of uh, platforms. That's my word. Hey, uh, Alex in New York, we're on the Taz show. What's up? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Lumberjack. Good moment, Alex. Good moment. Uh, I wanted to talk uh, about what you closed the show with yesterday. What's the, uh, the Matt Harvey suspension. You apologize, you know. You know you apologized, right? No, I didn't notice. <laughs> he did. No, he apologized. Sucker. What happened? What, who's the sucker? Me or him? Harvey. Oh, Harvey. Oh, no, I'm just saying the guy did apologize. Yeah, but uh, to, to me, I feel that there's, there was something more to that than... Well, hold on. Alex, been... Alex, hold on. I just want to make sure. I, I mean, I've been hitting the head a lot. You do know, you were being sarcastic, right? You do know he apologized, right? I, I didn't I didn't hear the press conference yesterday. I know there was a press conference. I didn't, I didn't hear... He apologized. The overview is, I, I think Dennis probably has the audio, uh, maybe. Uh, no! Uh, but maybe he can find it. Yeah, we'll let you hear the audio. But Matt Harvey, uh, he did apologize for, he apparently went out, you know, you know, drinking and whatever, the Cinco de Mayo gimmick, and then he went to the golf club, the golf course. He was playing golf while the guys were at the ball, uh, I don't know, before he went to the ballpark. He's embarrassed. He, he, he's apologizing to all the Met fans, to the Wilpons, to his teammates, to the you know, and and you know all that kind of stuff. That's basically what happened. So, oh, okay. Not, I, now I, I, I did not hear the uh, the press yeah. conference. I know we had one and didn't hear it. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I thought uh, maybe I had something to do with um, the the social media posts from the uh, the other day because it happened within like the same two days. <laughs> the uh, the foreign object yes. found in the locker. Tow- Tower Jones. We'll leave yes. it at that. T O W E R. Yes. Yeah, no, we were talking about that off air a little bit. Yeah, no, I don't think it has. Uh, some people were speculating that. I don't know if it was that. I, I think that kind of stuff goes on in the clubhouse or the mm-hmm. locker rooms. You know, it's just jocularity, yeah, yeah. sophomore guys being guys, you know. Um, well, you think that's why he got suspended? No, no, no. I just thought maybe it had something to, to, to do with it. Because I know, like, with his uh, his off-field behavior, it's been... Uh, I know. It's I know. happened a few times, so... <laughs> yeah, and, you know, he's not pitching like he used to pitch. You know no, what no. I mean? He's yeah. not he's not at that level that he was. I mean, so if, if he was, then, you know, you get a pass. You know? Absolutely. You got it, Dennis? Yep. You got it, Dennis? I have it, but it, it's four it's... minutes worth. Uh, I don't know if we, we can start it and... Yeah, no, we Hopping can just check it, it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. Alex, I appreciate you calling, dude. Thank, thank you, Tess. Thank you. No problem. Um, so anyway, that's the deal. So uh, I'm looking at the Facebook Live. Uh, author Trey Robinson, Matt Harvey's embarrassing my great state of North Carolina. Oh, that's right. He's from the Carolina, huh? He's from Connecticut. Pitched, <laughs> he went to UNC? Pitched at UNC. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. So he went to UNC. Okay, got it. I knew I knew he was uh, a moment. I game his name. Oh, he he grew up in Connecticut. Yeah, he grew up a Yankee fan. He was a Yankee Patriot. I know fan. he. Lo- oh my God, that's yeah. disgusting! A Yankee Patriot fan. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? I do know he was a big, big fan of Derek Jeter, and who who wouldn't be? By the way, Jeter's getting his number. Number two re- retired. When tomorrow? Sunday night. Sunday night. I'm going to watch that. I will be in attendance. Oh, you son of a bitch! Maybe you take a little video, wear a Taz Show shirt, put me over. Um, <laughs> now I have to. Yes. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll wear my own shirt. <laughs> Come on, stop it. We're pulling that, actually. No more shirts. <laughs> no, the um, the thing is, uh, you know, Matt Harvey, big Patriot, a uh, big, um, I'm sorry, big uh, Derek Jeter fan. Somebody on uh, WFAN here in New York under the CBS, the great CBS banner. I don't know if it was Francesa. Stop! Somebody. No, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was 
might have been Beningo. Somebody was saying maybe Dieter, Jeter should uh, – no, no, it was. It was either my my boy uh, Marco Lucis, Moose, who's been on the show, or Tony Page on the overnights. One of the, I'm, listening to the, I'm always in the car. One of those guys – I think I named almost every host that works in the fan. One of those guys said that maybe Jeter – Maybe the you know Mets office should go to Jeter. Hey, can you have a conversation with Matt Harvey? He you're like you know he respects you, he likes you, and straighten this guy out a little bit, you know, um, because Derek Jeter was just not just a great ball player and a great Yankee, but a, a model citizen, you know. So you know you, you can't, it's tough to compare yourself to Derek Jeter. You know, good luck. Harvey didn't do himself any favors when he said he wanted to follow that mold to start off. Oh but he turned into like the bad boy Jeter. Like he wanted to date all the models. That was the that's the rumor is that he was out Friday on Cinco de Mayo drinking because he was dating Adriana Lima, the uh the supermodel. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of those things. Who would not envy this man, Matt? No, Arthur? not at all. But you she know? she they broke up. I don't want to say she left him. Who knows what happened? But she's with Julian Edelman now, the Patriots receiver. So oh, he was like, God, he was all beat up about that. So that that's why sucks. he was out. He was out on a bender. On was Cinco he beat up because she was with another guy or because he was a Patriot? <laughs> that was a good one. I popped myself. <laughs> Eric Witzel, Facebook Live. That shirt, though, Dennis. Nerd! That shirt is horrendous. All the free swag you get on this show, you got to wear something fancy because you're going to a barbecue. <laughs> Backyard barbecue. That's what you said. Happy birthday. Turner, North Carolina, you are on the Taz Show. How can I help you? Hey, good moment, Taz. Good moment, homeboy. What's up? <laughs> and good moment to the new captain of the Taz Show, Captain Manmeat. Wow, look at this. Buy a all hat. Right, all right, all right. What's up, buddy? Hey, I uh, just want to put you over, and I got my music off the hooks. Uh, yes, sir. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'll do my off the hooks first. Uh, snail. Uh, <laughs> first... <laughs> First match I got is a last punk standing match. It's uh, Green Day versus the Offspring. Okay, uh, nice. I like that. All right. Uh, second, I have a tag team elimination rack battle. Uh, it's not looking too good for the first team, Bazanji and Antony versus <laughs> Eminem and Hobson. Nice, nice. And uh, my third match, I got uh, a Metal Mayhem match, Metallica versus Megadeth. Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. What else you got going on? I just want to put you over. I just want to say I've been listening since uh, January. Uh, this is my favorite audio show that I listen to. Thank and, you. Yeah, you're running the game and lumberjacks chopping the wood, digging the dirt, bringing people to the altar of man meat. <laughs> Guy's got a lot on his plate. He's got and, a and lot. He's doing good. Oh, don't worry. Listen, listen, listen. He's got a lot on his plate, and trust me, he can eat it all. <laughs> I will clean that plate. Trust me, he has no problem eating it. Uh, and what'd you say about Anthony? He's got to go. Is that what you said? Oh, no, 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 no. I thought that's what you said. Uh, my bad. What, what were I you mean, saying? I mean, Why are you going to say that? You can give uh, Lee Mean a call, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's already looking over his shoulder. Don't put any ideas in his head. <laughs> Don't say that, dude. It'll be freaking out. I'm out. Ant, you want to defend yourself here, my friend Turner? I have nothing to say. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Andy. No, no, the I'm apology not is not accepted. Oh, uh, don't be mad at that, Turner. He didn't do anything wrong. Don't be mad. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. Hey, Turner, he, he'll get over it. Don't worry about it. He, he's, that's just the way he is. He, he's very sensitive. Uh, and what else, what else? You said you were saying something else? What else were you saying? I uh, was saying uh, it's my favorite audio show. Um, I know I'm not supposed to call it a podcast, but I yeah, listen to yes. the podcast version a lot. Yes. But uh, this from the uh, – oh, yeah, I also forgot to say this. Hate to do this to you. First time, long time. Oh, my Lord. Late 
Den- look at this guy. <laughs> Sneaking in the backside. Late backside lazy Jones. Jones. Yeah, lazy, lazy, sneaky Jones. Uh, well, listen, man, I appreciate you calling Turner, and uh, hopefully you call back again uh, one other day soon, and, uh, and that'll be great. Uh, what else we got going on here? We got uh, we got still people on the phone. We got people over here at the, uh, at the, uh, the what do you call it, the um, Facebook Live. They're all over the place. Ryan Davis, audio on demand, a plethora of exclamation points. He understands how this works. AOD, as they call it. Bue Anthony Jensen, amp, meaning Anthony, dot, dot, dot. He put nerd. Nerd! Yep, so he called Anthony a nerd. That's tremendous. That's funny. Well, maybe it's not that funny. I don't I don't think Anthony's nerd quality. Uh. Hey, Ant, has anybody ever referenced you as a nerd? Well, it's 2017, and nerd is really not the same as it used to be. Everything is nerdy now. Sean in Indiana, you on the Taz Show. What's up, Sean? How you doing, pal? Great. Good moment, my friend. Good moment, pal. What's up? Hey, I just want to real quick hit you with my off the hooks, and I want to put you over real quick. <laughs> Go for it. We're laughing at uh, something because Andy, not you, dude. So sorry, Sean. But yeah, this is Andy. We just, um, yeah. I just wanted to uh, to mention a couple weeks ago on off the hooks to you, someone had chorizo on their pizza, and you mentioned Chipotle had that, so I went and had it. It was you know, bomb. I, so I, 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 you know, I someone taught me the proper way to say chorizo. I think I'm saying it wrong. Chorizo. Oh wow! I think you're you're better than me. I can tell you that. Viva la raza. I think easy, Dennis. Jeez. I love chorizos, man. I think it's chorizo, like some chorizo. I can't say it. I don't know. But uh, if I can hit you with my off the hooks before you cut me loose. Yeah, sure. Uh, Iron Maiden versus Judas Priest. All right, got it. Then we've got uh, Slayer up against Anthrax. And then the main event, the Icon versus Icon match, Freddie Mercury versus David Bowie. Ooh, that's interesting. That'd be, uh, yeah, two guys that are, you know, just crazy on the stage, flamboyant, skinny dudes that can entertain the hell out of anybody in a great performance. No doubt about it. Uh, legends oh, yeah. right there, bro. Legends. Uh, well, good. What else you got? Did you say something else, Sean? I can't remember what you were going to uh, say. No, that was it. I just wanted to uh, hit you with that stuff real quick. All right, buddy. Um, I know you guys are in the fifth quarter, getting close to it. We're getting close to it. We're getting close. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it, Sean. Fifth quarter is upon us. I can never finish the show on time, and I've been sending invoices and invoices, and I still i am waiting for my pay, Uh, my my back pay. They owe me about $7 million for overtime. And then one show I ended early, like, you know, you're ending a little early. I'm like, excuse me? Excuse me? Did you listen to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Ah, show? Pardon me? I ended a little early? I could end this show. I could do a 10-minute show every day for the next two months, and they'll owe me. How about that? Yes. I'll be fired for that comment. Now I'm not getting the WWE Hall of Fame or the CBS Radio Hall of Fame. I don't know. John A. Gutschall. Wimp. It's a word you don't hear much anymore. He said wimp. I don't know who the wimp is. Wimp, where I grew up, wimp was like, you were soft, you were punk, like you couldn't, you know, you, you know, so I don't know who he's calling a wimp. Remember, unless, he uh, meant, unless he meant Nick from Salem, he might be saying gimp instead of wimp, that's probably what it, it is. Was, it was probably a soft G and a wimp. <laughs> God, For those sense. people on Facebook Live, if you did not, you know, you guys know Nick from Salem. He called earlier, and I got to tell you, it, you, you got to catch the end of the show, uh, the end of the call. It was a little weird. 
Um, <laughs> You're was, completely underselling It was that. a little weird. Joseph Gonzalez, Wimp Biscuit. Nice. I like that. Well played. Yeah, it was a little weird when, when with the uh, with the call with the Nick from Salem. We we found out more a little information that we didn't really like TMI about himself and his wife. Um, you know, it was he was very nonchalant about that was was, was so appalling. It, it's like the just guy like, usually stammers on everything he says right out of his mouth. It just rolled right out of his face. Oh, Bo Anthony Jensen, Nick, can't wait to hear it. On the AOD. Oh, bro, just be ready. It's interesting. Daniel Ryan Poljas, Wimp 182. <laughs> I love this. I, I will not end the show as long as people keep bringing stuff that w- Wimp that work. Uh, this, is, this is not part of the band thing. This is funny. Ahmed Abu, Wimp is better than Limpy Jones. Oh. Yes. Good point. <laughs> he makes a very good point. Let's call it a day right here. We got Ryan in Illinois. You on a Taz show. What's up, pal? Good moment. Good moment, my friend. I uh, just want to say good moment to you, Sir Taz, and the unholy one, Sinister Minister of Manly, Dennis Jones. Nice. Well played. Good moment. What's, um, up? What's up? What's up? Not much. I just want to go ahead and give you uh, my... Uh, Hold on. I got to stop you for one second, Rye. On the Facebook Live, uh, Aaron Michael Whalen says, Wimp not. It's not bad, like Slipknot. Um, go ahead, continue, sir. Yeah, um, I just want to say Nick from, Nick from Salem should be banned for life. <laughs> you heard it, right? Yeah, it was terrible. It was Hold like on. Willie Chuck and uh, Victoria. Hold on, right, Ryan. Did, now, yeah. you're saying it was really terrible. Were you, like, uh, offended, or did you think it was, like, funny, bad? Like, what did you think oh, it was? Oh. It was gross. It was gross. Uh, it was gross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's right, though. It was gross. What's that? Never let the listen to get from this ass going down the air. That's what he just missed. But, um, anyways, it's down, I guess. All right, Ryan, I got you. What else is going on, bro? Sorry. Not that... much, man. Um, I haven't called you guys in a while. But... Hold on. I got to stop you getting out because these people on Facebook, they're, they're glory hounds. This is a good one, though. You'll like this one, Ryan. <laughs> uh, Mark Loth, Wimp Tang Clan. It's like the Wu Tang Clan. That's pretty good. Um, okay, continue. Sorry, good. No, that's pretty good. Um, I'm the one that you called uh, Comfy Jones a couple months ago. Uh oh, that's not a good nickname. Yeah, yeah. what happened? Uh, Are we good? Are everything okay now? We're good. Yeah, no, we're good. I just want to call it. You know, like I haven't called in a while. But anyway, so. all right, no problem. Comfy um, Jones. Like I said, I want to give you my uh, off the hooks. Yes, sir. I got three of them. So, uh, whatever you're ready. Okay, you got to do it Schnell. You know what Schnell means, right? Yeah, yeah, Schnell. Schnell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, do it. <laughs> all right, I got, uh, starting off would have to be um, a tag team match with uh, Marky Mark and L. Cool J against Anthony and the Minister of Man Meet Dennis Jones. Okay, the, uh, okay. With Bazanji, Bazanji being the special guest referee. Right, right. I'm putting a cat on my head. Hold on, Ryan. I have enough room for a cat. <laughs> Sorry, I continue. Wait, hold on. All right, uh, yeah. they have a triple threat match between uh, Battle of New Jersey against John Bon Jovi, Bruce Springsteen, and Billy Joel. Well, that that's a flag being thrown on that uh, because Billy Joel is from New York. No, my, I'm sorry. You you were you were going good when you went to Springsteen, yeah. then you went the other uh, uh, what's his name, the Springsteen, and the other Billy guy Joel. who looks I like mean, no, it looks bon like uh, Chris Jericho's guy. Yeah, yeah. the Bon Jovi. Those Jovi. guys are Jersey yeah. guys, but the other guys are Long Island guy. Yeah. That's all right. Go ahead, continue. And uh, my, my uh, main event, the Battle of Country Music, would that be uh, George Strait against George Jones against Hank Williams? 
George Jones, great name. That's good stuff right there. Thank he, you, Ryan, for calling he, that. Ryan's pulling a Nando. He did pull a Nando. He did. He put like 10 guys in a match. <laughs> the hell's with Ryan from Illinois? Come on, buddy. No, nah, those were good. Those were good. I'm teasing. Uh, so uh, who was it? Someone had a, uh, a wimp and, oh, man, they're going crazy. <laughs> Scott Banny, wimps and roses. <laughs> That's a funny one. I'm sorry. That's pretty good. Why did that one get you? I don't know. It's just funny. Wimps and roses. I don't know. It's just funny. I, I like stupid stuff. That's funny. See, I was thinking, like, if we were if we're going outside of the the band, you go wimp and grits. Yeah. If you wanted to play on, because the first one was wimp biscuit. You want to hear something cool? Mm. Let's get ready to snap it. <laughs> that was cool. That's old school. What were you saying now? I thought we were trying to play on the word wimp. Yeah, we are. So what, what, what happened? You throwing what, we the, the fans on uh, Facebook are doing that. What's the problem? Well, because it's like you you wanted to find a word that rhymes with with wimp and incorporate it that way. Oh, like like wimp biscuit. Yeah, like the yeah. one guy did wimp biscuit. Wimp and roses. Like he's taking just Guns and Roses. Just, I mean, because I like Guns and Roses. I don't know. Put a wimp in. I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, it is. It is now. Come on, son. I thought it was funny. I guess not. What else we got? Uh, there's a bunch. <laughs> this is a good one. Michael Ward. He goes. <laughs> Tupac Wimp Core. That's, that's good. <laughs> it doesn't have to rhyme. There's only so much stuff that rhymes with wimp. Ernie Acosta. Not the real one. Pearl Wimp. That's not good, but I like Pearl Wimp. <laughs> A big part for the Pearl Jam. Um, what well, is a whole? Oh my God! It's nonstop. These people. Are... Matthew Rudd, whip it, wimp it, wimp it good. Remember that? Do 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 gets the game. He gets it. He gets it. Um, there's a lot. I mean, I, I can't. <laughs> Lizette Austin, the Wimping Stones. It's just funny. I'm sorry. Mike Krug, Iron Wimpy. <laughs> Mike Fl- F- Flavio, Led Wimpin, Wimplin, like Zeppelin. Uh, yeah. All because that one guy just typed the word wimp. James Torado has some comments on Nick from Salem. Whew. I don't think I'm going to read this. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not going to read that one. It's pretty funny, though. What else we got here? Oh, we're in the fifth quarter. We're, the show's basically over. Um, <sighs> Rimp nin, Wimp Ninja Turtles. Okay. Robert Mams. This is a good one by uh, Mike Flavio. Big Wimpin'. Like That's big, very like, good. Like Big Pimpin'. That's pretty good right there. That's actually pretty good. Dude, I'm not... You think I'm just reading all of them. I'm not. There's, like, tons. No, I'm I, sure I can't you're, even keep up. It's, 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 it's like... You say I'm fudging? What'd you say? Flood, flooded. <laughs> Inundated. Francisco Torres, wimping ain't easy. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, Turner Thomas, wimp quarter. Get it? Like fifth quarter? You didn't think you didn't like that one. Uh, whatever. Some of them are good and some of them. Man, I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. We got a game coming up here soon. You know where I'm going, Dennis. I don't know if I'm going all the way with this. All right, enough of the wimps. I'm not reading them all. Stop. Um, 
We're going to do a game here. There's going to be a new segment on the Taz show. Okay. 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 No, there's going to be a new segment on the Taz show. <laughs> and I, I don't want to say the, the, the name of it and stuff like that. It's a game. It's going to be a fun game. You're going to love this content. And it's we're going to do it. I, I don't know. I'm going to see. We, we, we might do it every week. Maybe on Thursdays or Fridays. Katie Linendahl. When's Katie coming in? I think I the told 19th. you. 19th. So we, Katie's here. We'll definitely do it when Katie's here. We're going to do it before Katie comes in too. I also uh, been throwing around with the team here different ways with this game. I'm just giving you a little drips and drabs of this, this info to incorporate you guys as an audience. Like when people call the show or maybe even on Facebook Live that people can play the game while we're playing the game. So... Um, so, and I think this might start tomorrow. So, I'm tempted to say let's play the intro, but then if we do, it's all out there. We can, I can play enough of it where it doesn't give it all, we can just give him a snippet. Are you sure about that? Uh, let me check the, dude, if you check, people are going to hear it. No, 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 um, the, the lyrics, there are, there are words to this song. So. So you're checking this right now? Oh yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, what? I could do two lines before, before the title okay, of the. Okay, 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 okay. So, so we're gonna give a little little teaser, Rooney here of what is coming. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I really, I'm predicting big stuff out of this segment. I, it's not gonna happen today, but you know, it's gonna happen. Um. You sure we're gonna do this? We're gonna play a little bit of it. I can I can play. I'll know exactly when to fade. Dude, they're still going with the wimp stuff. These no more wimp on, on Facebook Live. Stop. And it's tough to beat wimp and ain't easy. Then it's this. I gotta just read this last one. <laughs> See, you tell them to stop, and then you encourage bad behavior. Justin Finnegan, Frankie Valley, and the four wimps. Yes. <laughs> That was funny. Anybody that's older than 30, you know. Oh, won't you stay? Oh. Was that Frankie Valli? Just a little, little bit longer. longer. Was that him? Uh -huh. All those bands back in the day, those those 50 doo-wop gimmicks, they all kind of blend together during the 50s and 60s. I, was that Frankie Valli? GTS. Dude, GTS, dude, the biggest Frankie Valli hit. See what the name is. I'll, I'll sing it. I don't care. And then we'll give you a little tease on the, uh, on the uh, gimmick. Under the game uh, that's happening. Can't take my eyes off of you. Yes, it's just too good to be true. I can't take my eyes off of you. Right? Is that the lyrics? La, 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 la. la, la. My wife's cringing if she's listening because she likes that song a lot. Da, 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 da. Oh, Seth coming big time with the, with the, uh, the title here. He's right. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. Remember that song? Late, Late December back in 63. What a very special time to me. I said all the words. What a lady, what a night. Wait, so wait. This might not have been Frankie Valley, though. That's what Seth's saying now. He goes, it might not No, it's a, I'm looking at like the Frankie Valley greatest. He goes, it might not have been Frankie Gallo. Then he goes, oh, Valley. Oh, I think he's taking a shot at our uh, yeah, well, our, video our buddy. 
that's not surprising at all. No, he hates him. Uh, what else does he have? Seth hates Anthony. I didn't say that out loud. Inside voice. <laughs> did, did Frankie Sh- Yeah, do? Sherry. I don't like that one. Sherry. He's oh, whining. Nah, he's whining in the song. Stop. Sherry, baby. I don't like that song. Walk Like a Man. Well, we had earlier, I was suggesting that to, to Nick from Salem on the that, beach. Yeah, to maybe. walk like a man with his friend, not Joe. And we saw where that went. Walk like a man. Talk like a man. Act <laughs> like a man instead of a mouse. Is that the lyrics? I would have went with gimp at the end of that. That would have been <laughs> instead of a gimp. I just like to be tied up. Oh, boy. It's okay, okay, Nick. Oh, man. Um, do we have... Uh, oh, Bit, uh, someone here on the Facebook saying, what do you call it? Uh, Big Girls Don't Cry, Lizette Austin's telling us. Remember that? Big Girls Big Don't... Girls, they don't cry. cry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't cry. No, you need Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Anthony oh, yeah. <laughs> right. could come are in. You, are, you are you ready yet? yet? I'm taking a stand here because no. I was saying all those songs in his ear and Dennis is just not believing yeah. me because God forbid. No, no. You, you gotta go. It's not like I'm stealing right, these songs. You're gonna jump in. Don't screw up the timing. And a three. And a two. And a one. Big hey, girls, they don't cry. cry. I don't know the other rest of the oh, words. God. They don't cry. God. All you just, do, oh, just, I said it. They don't cry. No. Oh. <laughs> do you not understand the content? We all. Oh. Taz cued you up because you have a, a voice of of uh, eighty year old man. Mike in Staten God. Island. Oh. There's nobody on the phone. <laughs> that wasn't me. Uh, that's so funny on the phone. It's done. I can't done. believe he just... You queued him up. He's and you ready to come in at the end? Brian, like, yeah. Brian Schwing. Schwing. That was a failure, I know. Yeah, let's give Ant another chance. Jake Stokes, fire Ant. And listen. Wow. Well, because now people on the Facebook are saying you're no fun. Ryan Baker saying no fun, Jones. I'm no fun. Yeah, it's the same. Failure, Jones. People are ripping you right now. So well, look, if you do fire me, though, can I get like a reference? I don't fire anyone. Okay, Thank so you, look, man. I'm giving you another chance to. Hey, to, you know Taz, by the just way. Just do something here. Then what's okay? my line? Sir, your line is simple. They don't cry. Just you, listen, Aunt Dennis, please. And all you got to do is just say they don't cry in your normal voice, and they'll cover everything, okay? We're gonna do the high part. You gotta lay it out. We have any we're, music here. I we're mean, doing I the high part. I mean, I we're gonna do the high part while Dennis and then I repeat up, what you say, and we all get fired. I, no, you don't repeat <laughs> what I say. All you gotta do <laughs> is it rum the, shot? Is the lyric? Oh, Jesus. It's the rum shot. What the hell are you talking about, dude? Just look. All you gotta do once we hit the high point is hit the low point. That's your voice. You just you talk just, like speak, I don't, I just sing. Just just talk. I mean, you'll be fine. Um, are we ready here, Dennis? I'm nervous. Taz karaoke. <laughs> don't cry, big, big girls. They don't cry. Yay, yay. Big girls don't cry. Oh god, dude! I, I, that's what you oh said. God. Your normal voice. Oh god, that's not my singing voice Just though. Stop. You sing like that sometimes. Oh, you are. Oh wow, An utter failure. Just completely just. Complete. Just, just stop it. Just Dennis, just stop. How do you take a song that's a classic hit, one of the most jocularity, jovial filled songs, where you cannot walk around angry and listen to that song, and then Anthony just comes in and goes, Oh, the big girls, they just don't cry. Like, what is that? In his defense, 
his singing voice, he's really only cut out for one song. <laughs> and once we ask him to leave his comfort zone, he really... Well, I think Tamia Wu says it the best. This will go down like the rap battle. She's right. I she's exactly right on the Facebook Hindenburg. Live. She's exactly right. Because that was a complete just bad pisser. And this is just right there with it. Just right in the toilet. Just a complete dump, clump, right in the water at a toilet bowl. Just horrible. I, I, I think we're just going to cut his mic off forever. I don't think I ever want to hear anything on the show again because that was just so disappointing. Completely cut his mic off. Put my mic on! And then I got to deal with the, the post-production meeting drama. <laughs> you know what I mean. And this, let me bring you guys behind the scenes what will oh, happen. Oh, man, he's going to be... This is what will happen. He's going to be mad. Cowboy will be the only guy that's all business. Cowboy will come in the room. Cowboy. He'll be all business. He will help. We'll do the post-production meeting. Dennis will put earbuds in and he'll edit the podcast version of the show and ignore everything. Acts like he's ignoring, but he hears everything. And then, then the drama will come from Anthony. He will just be drama. Oh, you think? Oh, you gonna? Well, am I really gonna get fired? Oh, I do it right, right? And is that what's gonna happen? That never happens. If anything, I come in guns blazing, and then I get told I'm too energetic. Now I'm gonna end up firing you. Damn it! <laughs> just for that comment. Taz, uh, I got bills to pay this month, though. Oh, jeez. You, you need to get singing lessons. How, how am I going to buy the new jacket if I, I don't have a job? Don't worry. What jacket? It's a pullover. It's a boathouse, and it's gray. Okay? Don't, <laughs> it's not a jacket. Jacket's a full zip. A half zip is a half zip pullover. Learn the vernacular, sir. Please pot him down. I don't want to hear him anymore. Done with him. Done. Get back to work before I give you a beating. <sighs> I, I got to go. I'm done now. He just killed. The, it was a great show today, and that just the last <laughs> minute sucked because of him. Damn it! All he had to do is go. They don't cry. <laughs> I, I, they don't cry. That was it. That's all he had to do. How the hell <laughs> do you, Dennis, do Anthony's voice better than Anthony? In my ear, he goes, because I don't sound like that. You know, I went into this uh, conference room earlier before the show. You know about this, right? I, I don't know why, but I know you went there. I just got an email. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yep. <coughs> got an email. Someone's going to the principal's office. <laughs> well, a, this is what happened. You a fall guy? For those that don't know, I'll take the, I'll be a man about it. I... Look it. Uh, you go on my Instagram, Taz Talk, T A Z T A L K. You can go see the video. I posted a video, promotion for the show today. I did this very early this morning before we were live, and I did it from. They have this new fancy conference room. It's unbelievable. This friggin' room is beautiful. It's a big giant corner in this big building, looking over Manhattan. You can see a good chunk of Times Square. Beautiful. So they have a button, Dennis. You don't even notice. I, I've never even been in this room. Bro, there's a button that you hit. There's a, I, I am not lying. There, there's got to be, oh, I don't know, probably, oh, oh God. It has to be probably, son of a bitch. There has to be probably uh, 14, 15 windows in this room. Big windows like the one behind me. And they have blinds. And you hit a button. It just says level, and you hit this button, and it just all these blinds move up at the same time. Dude, it's sick. 
All rise. I hit another button and the lights just came on. Right? And then the lights dim. There's different levels of lighting. Team deathmatch. And I'm looking around. I'm like, Let's do this. I, I know I'm on camera when I'm in there. I know there's cameras all over. Yeah, if, if you're pressing buttons oh, yeah. to, to move no. lights and there's, stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. So I know right now they got me. Right? So now I'm like, well, you know what? I'm already in this deep. What am I going to do? I'm going to do some promotion for my show. Hello? So I, that's what I did. I did some video just talking about the show, and I did it from the conference room. And now I'm getting an email from uh, the big boss. Hey, uh, how you doing, pal? <laughs> Never a good sign when the pal. <laughs> Comma, when you're done with the show, can you swing by the office, period? And he didn't sign it, thanks. It's just a THX dot. When that happens, you're in deep. You didn't even spell it, thanks. Wow. Jim Wells, Facebook Live. Don't touch the buttons, Taz, I know. Damn it. What am I going to say, dude? Am I going to... Uh, I can't even blame you. I, I know him. I was on camera. I know the whole while. I was, I was in there for like 10 minutes. And then they, I didn't tell you this part. They had a little uh, refrigerator... See now, this you you could probably pawn off on me. They had no, but I they had a refrigerator with a little like uh, these little kind of little snacks, these little cakes, like little mini uh, like uh, Italian pastries with a saran wrap over it. And I, we didn't have breakfast. Hello, Chef Mike. So I took one. I you know, I put it back. I'll pay for the thing. I don't care. I got a lot of promise money. Ain't one of them. You know what I mean? You know, Sammy McKay on Facebook Live saying, blame Dennis. I would love to blame Dennis, but I can't because, dude, this thing, this place was, it was like, you know, it was like a, a flying saucer. How fancy it was. There's cameras everywhere. Doesn't matter. I'm busted red-handed. Don't matter. Busted dead-handed. <laughs> try that out. Try that on the big boss. You caught me dead-handed. <laughs> Jeremy Ivey, blame it on the dead hand. <laughs> he said it's like, <laughs> yeah, excuse me. All right, so I don't know if I'm going to be back tomorrow. <laughs> William Turner's not weird. Uh, he said, uh, he said, I hope there's going to be a show tomorrow, LOL. I know. William Turner said, uh, I hope there's going to be a show tomorrow, LOL. Same guy. Bo Anthony Jensen said, busted dead hand like you said. Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. What do I say? I, well, I'm just trying to do promotion. But they, these people, they don't, they, you know, these people, they don't, uh, they send you the nice email and writing so they don't get in trouble. And then when you get in their room, they go off on you. It's going to be funny when you go What's that? It's going to be funny when you go in there and he actually, like, does something to put you over. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're doing you're, a great job. You're already, you're already expecting the worst. He pulls back the thing. Look at this giant picture we're finally going to put in the lobby of you, Taz. Look at this. That would never happen. Yes. No. No, but I'll tell you what, before we wrap this show up, I said something to you, Dennis, that we're going to take a photo of the team. It, this was actually a very good idea. And we're going to take a photo of the Taz team here, of the Taz show. Myself, Cowboy you, even the Anthony. I'm going to throw Seth's ass in there, too. I'm going to take a picture. 
and they got that big ass bulletin board when you go into the men's room over here. Not the, I'm sorry, not the men's room. You go into the pantry where everybody on this floor, they all have to go and get coffee. I got a water cooler. Oh, God, what's going on? That's what they all do. They all go by the water cooler. Oh, let's go. And they all can put their microwave in their meals and stuff. Please. So they all go by the pantry. So right near the pantry, there's this gigantic, dude, this bulletin board, you know. It's huge. This thing's on growth hormone. Okay, it's gigantic. And there's just giant photos on there from magazine articles on the big bosses. Yeah, not the talent. No. The big bosses. The, you know why not the talent? Because the talent have posters in the lobby. Not eight by tens. And what do I got? Nothing. Uh-huh. I got Carson Daly's giant poster in the lobby with his hairy forearms. He does It's like a friggin' ape. I'm gonna take a picture, I'll show you. Uh, Which pubic hair does one man have? Dude's forearm hair, pubic hair. If you grow it long enough, it definitely is. Oh, God. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a picture of the team here. And we're going to, to your point, Dennis, how, what kind of copy? Tell the people what you want to do with the copy. So we're, we're going to... Take a picture and, and go old school. Get it through email. We're going to print it out through the uh, one of the printers here. And we're going to take an, a thumbtack. One. Gonna... One thumbtack. Yep. Right up there. Landscape style. Horizontal picture of the Taz team. Over all the bosses' faces. <laughs> or we could cut out. <laughs> hey, dude, do this. I'll video you while you're doing it. Is that a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> Uh, we could cut out our heads. We could do headshots, and we could just take our heads over the bosses. We'll be doing they- no head. Um, <laughs> listen to me. That will not happen, that part. But listen. I'm telling you right now, I'm annoyed about the bulletin board. And now this idea about me putting my picture and doing this with the rest of you guys, I, I almost, I'm thinking now, I quasi am hacking, without trying, my friend Katie Lindau. I think she said it on the show. I told her about the lobby. She understands the drama that's going on here for almost two years that they broke their word to me. She goes, Dad, just take a picture of yourself and just hang it up. It's that simple. <sighs> She's right. She's a woman. She's always right. Here, here. Dude. It's got to be a printout really bad. It's got to be like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why like we're going to use like computer paper. It's not going to be like glossy or anything like that. We're just going to take... We're just going to take like loose leaf. <laughs> it's just, here's the picture. Yeah. It'll be our faces. Here, I'll... I'll you draw it up right now. Yeah, I'll give take you a time. Little... We'll just, we got plenty of time. Get drawn up. I'm just trying to stall myself so to go into that... Come by the office. Hey, swing by when you're done with the show. Oh, boy. Oh, do you got it? Let's see. Hold on, hold on. Oh. I want this to be good. That freaked me out. You know why? I was looking at the Facebook Live on the laptop here, and it, it's delayed. So I saw you hold up paper, and, um, and someone just texted me a good idea. This is this is a private texting. Put your face over the Carson Daly. Can I? Sh- but can I shave his forearms, dude? Why would the audio just drop out? Yeah, the hell just happened? That was weird. 
You heard that, right? Oh, that's the office. That's the they, they cut yeah, me off. They, they cut. They cut me off. That's they like, cut it. That's like when you're at a when you're at when you have like a, like <laughs> you're getting a, the hook. No, you're getting a hook. Oh no, they, when you're at like a, your family rents like a, a Knights of Columbus and they they flash the lights. All right, it's time to go. A Knights of Columbus. You overstayed. You're welcome. Get the f out of here. That's the office. They're like Taz, get down. You're not you're not delaying. They they cutting out the audio. Dude, I'll barricade myself in this room. You might see me on, on the news later on. Uh, streaming host uh, locked himself in his studio as the bosses are trying to talk to him. Chef Michael have to bring us Becks. Next thing I know, they're going to shut my mic. Put my mic on! So next thing going to do. Dude, you're still drawing over here? What are you, friggin' Picasso? What are you doing? Well, I want it to be as detailed as possible. Come on, I got to go. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Let's go. Damn it. Here's what the picture will look like. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, maybe. Hold on. <clears throat> maybe just hang, hang that up. Dude, they're all here, too. Maybe do it while they're here. I dare you, dude. Do we know? I, I don't know where this exactly. If I just oh, go, bull I, I swear. You're now all of a sudden, you don't know where no, it is. I will, no, I'm oh, asking you. If God. I just go down this hallway here, oh my lord! If I just go down this hallway here, dude, I'll run into you, it. You cannot miss the, the bulletin board. It's the size of a road sign. It's huge. Just like it's, please enter I-95 here. That's the size <laughs> of it. It's yeah. Look, it make a left. You're going into the pantry. It's right there. You'll see all the bosses in their suits, and they're all knotted up, fancy, in in the photos. So you're going to thumbtack that over the big boss's face, right? Yeah. Before you do that, uh, I think <laughs> Captain has a new number. Text me his new number. I'm going to need to get a hold of him for tomorrow's show. Um, Buy a hat. Jeez. Yeah, people are daring you like crazy now on the Facebook Live. Do it now, Jones. They all want to see you get fired. Look at Lou Morales. I love this guy. Backpedaling Jones. Yeah. Because you're like, wait, is it the uh, is it the bulletin board on that side or over there? Which one are we talking, Taz? I never yeah. crossed past the elevator. Oh, it's a kitchen. There's food. You know where it is. I go to I go to the kitchen on this side. He's uh, not lying. There actually are two kitchens on this floor. Chef Mike. Who do you ever beat? Uh, I'm out. I'm done. This. We're out of here. We'll see what happens. We're gonna put a picture over there. If we do it today, we will have video proof, so we all can just get fired together. All right. Well, thanks for getting the show trending for half the while. I guess that's science for tomorrow. We won't be trending tomorrow because we pooped the bed on the end of it. What a way to go into tomorrow! Unbelievable. All right, well, we're over. We're out. I like Scotty Barron just said that on Facebook. We're over and we're out. That's not bad. Good way to end the show, but I won't hack you. Thanks, everybody, for calling the show, interacting on the social media. Appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Taz. You're not. For everybody here, thank you. Bye-bye. about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now 
I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go I left my heart in the city 